You can prepare for everything that you can control, but that's not very much. My goal was just to hunt as hard as I could, as long as I could, at all costs. Better ask it, man. <laughs> Speak for yourself. 28 and sunny, we're almost definitely going to have hikers on the trail, boys. I'm getting across that damn river, and I'm getting after those goats. Let's go. We're hunting. We're going after something. <laughs> so long ago I'm, I'm going some serious hunt withdrawals right now oh uh, yeah no i'm like i for the first time in a long time <laughs> after a hunt i'm enjoying just being home and just chilling for says a bit. the guy who was hunting this morning i did go hunt this morning okay so maybe that's why i'm not having hunting withdrawal. <laughs> no I, no it's more i just feel because there's all this anticipation planning the hunt and then we went on the hunt and it was great and then we came home and now it's you know i've been looking forward to this thing for so long and then now it's done. You know what oh, I mean? Like I, I still see. got other little stuff planned, like some weekend trips or whatever. But I'm definitely feeling the like I got to start planning for next, like August, September, or whatever it is. Yeah. For the big hunt. You've got nothing else big this year, then. Uh, I'm actually thinking November. I was just talking to my wife, Damaris, and do something big. Uh, not necessarily big, but go for a few days. Yeah. Somewhere I don't know, go four or five days, like biggest trip I would say. Yeah. So medium large. Yeah, medium large, exactly. Yeah. So now I'm getting a little more stoked about that. I haven't got anything really set in stone. Yeah, I'm, that was it. That was the the the, the, the go trip it. was like that was all I planned, and I knew like I know I'm gonna go hunting. I just didn't. Yeah. Pl- I just haven't planned anything. It's kind of nice because now I can just sort of do what I want. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Nick's never gonna come with us again. <laughs> I I feel good for the year. Do you tapped? No, no, I'll probably. The way the way it works for me is I like go on some big adventure that I'm like gearing up for for like at least the month before and mentally preparing myself and then it's like this really fun, exciting and stressful all at once experience and then I get home and I'm like, Oh man, I'm so happy to just chill out and then I start like going through photos, editing the video, whatever. And then I I I kinda get the itch after a while and then i'm like oh man like i'm i'm bored i'm sitting just inside all day and yeah, i need yeah. to go back out so it's like this it's a vicious cycle it, it is is a vicious but nice cycle and yeah it's kind of nice that i i like what i do what i've chosen to do with filmmaking and photography because of that to sort of be able to flip back and forth between those two it makes that switch really nice every time. It's like, oh, it's nice to get back out. And it's like, oh, it's nice to be right. back. You know? Okay, they complement each other. Yeah. Anyone that I've spoken to about the hunt, I've sort of explained, this is the way I've explained it. Well, many ways. But one thing that I've said a lot is it wasn't a hunt where you sort of kick your feet back and just like relish in the fact like, oh, I'm hunting. I'm so, yeah, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't a vacation getaway. Yeah, it wasn't a vacation inclusive. getaway. <laughs> No. Which like some hunts are, like some of like, you know, like the the hunt we did last September, there was a lot of like Yeah, there were a this, couple this is, this is good. Yeah, you hike just... in and then you're sitting around. Whereas this we were always moving. Every day we moved multiple kilometers. And, and it's there was kinda... just always something to be done. Like there was always work or chore or some sort of stressful situation going on. And the previous yeah. hunt you you kinda have a program where it's like, okay, we're in the spot. We're going to glass and stock, glass and stock, mm-hmm. like rinse, repeat until you hopefully are successful. But this one is just like the plan was ever changing, I feel like, mm-hmm. and being dictated by 
external factors. Some that are brown and fuzzy and waddle around. <laughs> and have like little cubs. Yeah. And they eat us. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Um, all right, guys. I don't know what episode this actually is. Dude, I have lost count. I think we I'm might be s- on episode 20. No, I'm going to... It might be 19. I think it's 19. I can check. And I, you can check. <laughs> and I, want, I just want to say something to the podcast listeners. Um, I have not forgotten about the swag that I promised everybody. I've just been hunting a lot. Whoops. And he has been hunting a bunch and I haven't forgot. I just haven't done it. So I'm going to get to that this week and start slinging some swag out. So um, I'll contact the people that have won and start. start Are there winners? Pictures. Sure. There's some swag going out. Yeah. Like a bunch of people sent in some pictures of trash cleanup and I loved it. Um, some really cool stuff from like some BHA guys out in the island. Uh, nice. What if someone sent you a or put it on their story and tagged you but you missed it because you were hunting if that happened send me a message beg for forgiveness and i'll see what i can okay and are we going to continue with the same program going forward of take some trash out of the backcountry or wherever your hunting spot if you want some swag or are we going to be out of swag right away here well i kind of feel like because i made everyone wait i might just send everyone swag nice and that might just that might just yeah that might deplete my resource Okay, so first round over. Well, not necessarily. Let's just say, let's see how it plays out. Tune okay, in yeah. for episode twenty. Yeah, and this is out. nineteen confirmed. Is. Yeah. Confirmed. All right, so tune. But anyway, that's where I'm at on the swag. So I haven't forgotten. It wasn't a false promise. It's going to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Sue me. Um, another thing along those lines, we've. Uh, I, I was just checking today. There's a lot of positive and really nice and friendly reviews coming in, which uh, we really appreciate. But we re- we've received our first one star review. What? Which what I feel that. <laughs> who is it? I feel like it was an inev- inevitable. No, it's just like a, someone just tapped one star and. Uh, oh, so you're so brave that you can only tap a star, but you can't write a review. <laughs> Coward. Other than that, we're perfect five still. But we appreciate the the reviews and ratings, though. So keep them coming if you. Uh, you like what we're doing here and if you don't just keep your mouth shut <laughs> keep it to yourself <laughs> we only uh, like positive affirmation no i mean if you no construction give... constructive cri- criticism if you've got something nasty to say at least say it don't just flip me off and drive away with your one star right chicken shit <laughs> <laughs> brutal <laughs> it is brutal who leaves one star <laughs> all right we're doing a hunt recap yeah um, I think everybody probably follows follows us on Instagram. Yeah, a lot of people would. Yeah, if if they do, they're probably really overwhelmed by the insane amount of stories we've been posting over the last three days. The epic stories. Epic I stories thought that were great. Though, yeah. So my take on those was, I didn't get as much coverage as you guys did on some things, and vice versa. But I really enjoyed telling my story and then going and watching your guys, especially yours, Garrett. Um, the other stories and seeing your perspective on things. Yeah. Which was, and I know we kept plugging that, like see someone else's perspective. Yeah. But uh, I really, I really enjoyed that. Like just thinking, cause you know, in the moment when you're recording those videos, you're saying what's on your mind and you're saying things that I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize he was thinking that. Which yeah. Is, yeah. I, I was actually, that I was missing you guys. So this is Garrett <laughs> yeah. speaking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, like for <laughs> one that so- stands out is when Nick and I packed the goat off the mountain. Oh Yeah. Um, we were maybe maybe Nick and I might have packed a goat off a mountain if we did. Um, <laughs> Spoilers for later on in the episode. And we, if we come and if we were coming down the mountain, 
and you were standing in a creek and said, um, oh, I'm so glad to see you guys. Can I give you a hug? I, in my mind, I'm like, I was thinking, I've just done the arduous work. What do you want to hug for? But then I watch your video. I'm like, yeah, you're standing there all alone in like a spot that you've seen grizzly bears. You've had grizzly run-ins in the past. You've been through some hair rays and shit. You know, the whole thing's a little bit, it was just cool to see. I'm like, what does he want to hug for? I'm the one that's got a sore shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I was hugging you. Yeah, is it? (laughs) Is your shoulder okay, buddy? Come here. (laughs) Shit, uh, do we want to just dive into the whole story then? Or does yeah, someone well, want to set up what the, what our intent was going into the hunt? I think everyone knows our intent. The intent was to fill game bags and... Right. Like, sorry, not the intent, but just like the overview of the hunt. The plan. I, we've probably gone over it in previous I think we've podcasts. gone over it. Let's just start smashing into it. All yeah. right. Hopefully, everybody followed us on Instagram and saw that before the hunt even got started, we lost a wheel on the boat trailer, <laughs> which was just the blooper of the trip. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the first notable moment of the trip, which happened before the any of the active hunting. So it was three and happened. a half hours off. It was three and a half hours that we had to that stretch a road. Yeah, and we lost the tire five minutes before the boat launch, or we realized five k at least five k. Yeah, but we were really close. We were really close. Okay, can we just can we just like we were driving. And yeah. then we turned around or someone spotted and it's like, oh, the boat's sideways on the trailer. Yeah. So then we we all hop out and we're like, okay, we got to make the boat straight. Got I think we lost a ratchet strap or something. It's so like, oh, that sucks. But like, we'll, we'll still get there. No problem. Smooth sailing. Get the boat back strapped down. And then I'm walking back. Me and Garrett are walking back to the truck. And then Chris is like just standing at the trailer. <laughs> He's like, hey, you guys might want to come back here. <laughs> yeah, you, bet, you guys better come see this. <laughs> and I was just st- staring at... um. Just rim that had been beaten in yeah. over a couple of kilometers of driving. So we lost, yeah, we definitely lost a tire. Oh, yeah. I've been getting so many messages on Instagram. How did you not notice? And I'm kind of, I'm trying to explain. How would you notice? Yeah, the, I'm the like, thing yeah, is, how would I notice? Even, you can't even see the trailer or so, the boat behind us. Yeah, if, you if the back. truck is seven feet wide or six and a half feet wide, whatever it is, the trailer is two feet narrower. So you can yes. only see the trailer on a corner. And the last, the at that time, it was dark already. So when you're taking a corner, you can see the trailer, but it's not like it's lit up or anything. And yeah, it'd no only be like the that, And that road was not in great condition. So we were getting beat around anyway. So yeah. you're looking forward to not, yeah. Not even that. Like, the, but if it was it, if it was daylight, bumpy. I would have noticed because when you do corners, I will often, I typically will often look in my mirrors on right. corners because I know that I can see the boat, and that's how I noticed the boat was a little bit sideways because that I could notice with the you know the little yeah. bit of light that was there, mm-hmm. but and it, it wasn't totally sideways, just off of yeah. you know a, whatever thirty degrees, twenty degrees. I mean, she was coming but, off. Oh yeah, yeah, it was coming off. Like but, if we didn't spot it, we would have been down a wheel and a boat fair enough <laughs> i thought didn't you yeah i think if we didn't notice it would have been a hole in the boat because we're the the one spot the boat was rubbing on the trailer oh, it's yeah. actually worn down which, oh really yeah dang <laughs> so anyway we um boats a pos anyway we so were it's not res- a big deal <laughs> we were responsible adults <laughs> and dragged the trailer the remaining five kilometers yeah and i mean um, what are you gonna do at that point if you're that close and the hunt is awaiting the rim's toast anyways the rim yeah yeah the, the rim was already bent in the so. goats didn't care yeah nope so we went for it so then the next we slept there and the we slept there at the boat launch and then the next morning we woke up and we're at the lake and i go hey chris i bet within two minutes you can find goats sure enough you start glassing the mountains around where we are and 
you found goats. Oh yeah, from the far side later. of the lake. Yeah. yeah. So you found a, yeah. a group of nannies and kids. Yeah. So that was cool to see. There was a ton. Like there was a big group. That was twenty plus. Yeah, there in was that a group. Bunch. That was a big group. Yeah, and that the, was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was sweet. And then, uh, yeah, let's just get straight into the mountain. Obviously, boat rides the boat ride. Okay. Also, just before oh. the boat ride, my it was just so funny. Like the boat just got super, super dirty. So then Garrett had to wade into the water oh, yeah, and like clean it all off, yeah. and it's just like splashing it with a shovel. There's some funny imagery out of that. There's some great images. Yeah, Garrett's standing there. and You're in your underpants a lot on this hunt, I thought. Yeah, that's true. No, I just did the the boat scene in the beginning. And I guess yeah, what both, is it just both boat both times. Both boat scenes. Yeah. You're in your underpants. Yeah, because... I like that we refer to moments as scenes now. Show business, baby. Yeah. <laughs> show business, baby. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, yeah, then we... So, from there, we I cleaned the boat off, put the engine on. We all hopped in, went across the lake. First thing, we unload the boat. And no, then, no, no, we were hoping to see them. Remember, I, Nick and I were talking. We said it'd be great to see some bears right now. Nick could get some photos of some bears. We'll have our bear encounter on the beach. Which is a great thing to say. We'll have our bear encounter from the boat on the at the beach. And then we're like, we're home and hosed for the mountains. Yeah, but yeah. we had unloaded the boat already. And then yes. I saw the bears. Or I don't know who We had the unloaded the boat and we had taken the motor off. Yes. Hadn't we? Yeah. And we'd taken the plug out. We'd taken everything out of the boat. Yeah, no, that's when they came back. The that's, no, no, that's when they came back. Oh. When we first beached, there was a mum grizzly bear and two cubs. Yeah, we saw them like a hundred twenty yards landing down the down the beach, and they or disappeared farther. further. Maybe I don't know. Okay, they disappeared really yeah, quick, and just yes, into the then once we unloaded the boat, everything was laying on the beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. Motor was off. Yeah, motor was off. And they were coming back. They were a little bit closer. Still probably 80, 100 yards away. Yeah, but they, but they were, were coming, coming towards us coming and they were back out onto the beach. And we had just been admiring how, or yeah, we were admiring how big their uh, paw prints were. In the, yeah. in the gravel. On the sand. Yeah. Oh, man. And that, I was literally scared spitless. Yeah, I remember. My mouth was so dry. We all jumped in the boat. We I was like shaking. <laughs> I, that was the first time I had seen a grizzly bear in person before. Yeah. Yeah, I could and tell. I, yeah, you were scared. <laughs> yeah. You were like, yeah. it was like, hey, there, Dude, I was there's scared, the bears man. again. And Nick's like, oh, I was I'm like, in the boat, push is, me out. This is the first like in like experience in the spot where we're gonna be hunting. It's like this is like the bear coming out to say you're not meant to be here. You know, yeah. like just like get out of here. And I was like, I I am not meant to be here. I fully believe that. It's like we should go home now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then we kept. So then eventually, well, she was, right away went back. We gave her a holler and yeah. she's kind of, well, she kind of just like shook her head, like, or not even shook her head. Just, you could just tell she's kind of like, ah, you know, she seemed annoyed. And then she went into the forest. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't aggressive or she didn't bluff charge nothing. Like she was just kind of like, you could tell she wanted to come that way. And she was, it was kind of like she was annoyed. And then she went yeah. into the forest. Yeah, kind of where we wanted to go. Kind of on a, yeah. On yeah. A, it seemed like a quartering two into the forest. She didn't like go away from us. She went like, it was like she was going to go in the forest and walk around us. Yeah. Which would make sense just from. But if, yeah. So, the and the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, we're, so now we're continuing our process of unloading the boat. In the And forest. packing up. And we're, we're intending to go on a direct, what would be in my mind, a direct intercept path with this bear and her two cubs but right yeah which just was like this feels so wrong like we have to do something different 
but we just kept doing that. I felt comfortable. Three guys. Yeah. I did feel comfortable. I didn't. Towards I know you didn't. You were like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. Um, it came good. Yeah, it was. We good. never saw. We that never. Bear again. We never saw, saw that bear again the whole trip. Yeah. So if, if like if our intention was to travel from our right to our left, yeah. If she went around us, she did it pretty quick. Yeah, or she just turned around. Or she didn't do it exactly. She might have stayed um, in that. Thick and we did. Area. We did take our time doing all that. Yeah, we spent a little bit of so, extra time. Yeah, that was good, and maybe let the the nerves cool down a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was definitely an interesting start. That was that was yeah one of the scarier starts to a hunting film trip that I've had. It's good to start them off a little bit rocky though. I think. Yeah, just on edge. Don't want the ex- <laughs> That's what it was. The hunt was on edge. That's a good. That's a good way of putting it. When I was talking about, there was no kicking back and relaxing. The whole hunt was seemed to be on edge a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, didn't really. Just kind of mute that. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we just. I didn't find myself relaxed at all. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's why I like. That's why I like it. Just like you want to be on the bopper the whole time. Yeah. Just tapping the red line. Yeah. yeah, it helps you sleep well. I night. don't think we're we we're always tapping the red line, but some days, some, no, days, we some days more than ever. We others. had to twist your arm for the one relaxation day. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, I just want to jump in. Um, all right. So yeah, nothing. So other than that, we h- hiked. If I just jump through the next bit, we yeah, hiked. hiked. No, found a sweet moose shed. Yeah. So oh Nick, yeah. I was gonna go. Nick kicked up a nice moose shed on the way in, so we marked it so we could get on the way back. And then we kept going, and then after probably an hour and a half, we First started glassing, spot. and we started spotting goats. Yeah, probably a bit a little, little bit further than that, because we had lunch at one point. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. I mean, lunch, perfect. I'm jumping into this. I don't care what you think about my timeline. <laughs> Butthole sandwiches are a go. What are they? Peanut butter. Or your, yeah, you what's your style? Yeah, because a butthole sandwich is <laughs> typically a bagel, and when you vacuum seal it, the peanut butter squishes out and it looks like a butthole. But mine were flatbreads. Mine were flatbreads with salted caramel peanut butter, fatso brand, honey, and bacon. Now, I screwed up the first time I made them, All and right. I cooked bacon and then laid it in there, and then I realized maybe that wasn't the best move, so I actually ate all of those. And then I remade another set of them with shelf-stable bacon. And what does that oh, mean? Okay. That means after you cook it, then it just is... No, it's cooked. Like, you buy oh. it, it's in a dry package on really? the, like on just a shelf in the supermarket. Huh, okay. Kind of gross looking, but... Yeah. Those sandwiches... They were, were good, man. Yeah. The only thing I would change is just use regular peanut butter, but that's just totally per- Yeah, that was by accident. The salted caramel Personal thing was total preference, accident. but... What about putting some honey in there? Yeah, there's honey in there. Oh, okay. There was honey. It's a good call. They're they're definitely they were tasty. heavy, but they're that's heavy. like that's kind of what you want though out of like a mid afternoon snack, which is kind of the well, purpose they were, they were like all I ate really. They were very just, calorie dense butthole sandwiches. Yeah, I ate butthole day. sandwiches every oh. t- every time we were just like had a a, a pause moment and you're just pulling out a butthole sandwich and like how many things how many of these things did you Dude, pack? I had tons. It's crazy. Yeah, I had too many. Yeah, um, but probably gonna do it again. They were heavy, but they were really enjoyable. Anyway, all right, Garrett, continue with your uh, timeline. Sorry. No, take it over. You, you well, saw okay, Billy, short, you saw Billy. No, that was lunch. Shortly after lunch, we Shortly come around lunch, this corner on a, on a ridge, and we're able to look generally into the direction we're going, and what did you guys see? So we, so at this point, we can, uh, we're looking like down the main 
uh, river, and mm-hmm. then there's like little finger ridges that come out. Yeah. And we could see the like the ends of each finger ridge, right? Because you can imagine we're standing by yeah. the creek looking down, so we can look at the end of each finger ridge. They weren't we finger saw... ridges; they were full basins. Yeah, they're so like... we could see that we could see just inside of each little basin. So we could you know have sneak yeah. peek at a, at a few different yeah. basins. But at the saying finger ridges, they're they're basins inside the larger basin. Yeah, yeah. you're right though. It's a very big area where we were yeah and we should see yes. two goats of those multiple bait like uh the ends of the the ridges that we could see we yeah. could see or mountains i'll just call them we could see two goats on separate separate yeah. mountain one had a big lone goat mountain two had a big lone goat i thought yeah. we could see two on the second one or was that oh, no, eventually we no that was later that was later okay and so the season's not open the season's not open by a day we still got a day to wait, right? Yeah. Yeah. Season's not open. And I had said already that I wanted to hunt around for the biggest billy I could find. But these ones, the, especially the one, just where it was, we could see a little bit more of his habitat and he was he was 100% alone. Yeah. When we got closer, we put the spot on him too. Yeah. And we could tell, why do we put the spot on him? We were like, that is, uh, like, that thing's got shoulders. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. got a long beard. Um, you know, we were right big. away thinking it was a big Billy yes. once we got the spotter on He's it. He's a nice yeah. looking guy. So we, the plan was to go hike, was not to hike where we hiked to. No. But once yeah, what billy, was the plan? The plan was to go down, cross the river and come up left to like the, near the island. Oh, so that was our, that was our original target for the first yeah. day. Yeah. But okay. what we knew, that Which was the original sense. target knowing that that may get interrupted. Right. But it was, it was sweet to like see that those animals so early on. Cause then we're like. Okay, here is our plan for like it was just like a direction to take. Mm-hmm. We're not going to leave those goats alone. Yeah, to go if, if you else. see goats, don't go to where you think you should go. Go to the goats. And that yeah. goat was in a very killable area. So there was two that we could see. The one ended up sort of disappearing, but yeah. the one that was closer and the one that we got a good look at in the spotter, that goat was in a very killable area. Mm-hmm. So we were feeling really good about that one because of size, because of location, mm-hmm. and everything. So we were basically hiking up towards him. We were debating. We came to a point where we were debating whether we should go. So, hey, just stop. Did you guys have maps downloaded on your phones? I just... I didn't. Because I felt I like I did all the navigating. Not all... No, you might have done navigating. I felt like I did all the map oh, contour yeah. work. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, fair enough. You had the, the fat maps? I had like four going. Yeah, okay. So you had that. I just had Google... Uh, I just have Google Maps satellite downloaded before I lose reception, and I just use that. Yeah. So I felt like I had a dial on the landscape just by looking at it. I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I feel like I made a few really good calls that were like, like just like I'm all about finding highways in the in the backcountry. That's what I call them. It's just like any any like if you're bushwhacking, if it's like an open clearing, it's like found a highway. Boom, yeah, it go. was. We were fortunate that it was very visible. There's no fog or anything. Like after yeah. this, after this trip, and it might be totally just like self-inflated, but I feel very confident in my um, navigating abilities. Well, when we talked about uh, the Jumanji style, you know, yeah. tap your chest. <laughs> what's your What's your Jumanji the, yeah, character your attributes? Yeah. Nick's was uh, wayfinding. Yeah, because at one time, and it could be completely inaccurate. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you, you, Hey, you, you guys found, could be. You found my bear spray when we were bush. I did. And then I lost I've, my bear spray in a later day, and you backtracked our trail where it would have hard to see footprints, and you 
you came straight to my bear I spray. walked straight over it. Yeah, so, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's do this. <laughs> Just pump up my own tires there for no, a bit. No, you should. <laughs> Tire jokes are never going to be the same. <laughs> yeah, holy. Give me flashbacks. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right, this, this Billy's sitting up on the rock, and, yeah, the game plan now is to... Is to get closer. It's basically, yeah. the game plan is to kill him first thing tomorrow. Basically, basically so yeah, get so get up to at that point. We're like, where's the best place to camp? How are we going to get in? And then moving up the trail, we eventually came to where we were uh, looking up. Where the creek the of basin. his basin? Yeah, the creek of his basin. Where on the left side is up to him, and the right side is up to a different mountain top. So, but that's the 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 creek of his basin. So the we first we decide to go right. And skirt around and get a look, and then mm-hmm. and then we yeah we're sort of keeping the glassing vantage yeah, on him and then at that once, point yeah so we could watch him and we were still in the trees so we just pop out and we could look at him we could also glass the basin if there was other goats higher up or if there was deer in there and then we did see two small bucks that we we had sat down once and I we had one of us had spotted the two little bucks cruising up which yeah what side were they on I don't they were think right I ever below the goat to the them. right. Okay. So, and then we saw those guys, and then we basically, Chris, you made the call because you were shooting um, that we would go down and across and camp below that goat because the yeah. because hacking at that time it was in the afternoon it was not too hot we were confident that by the time we got across the wind would be blowing downhill so and we'd be right below that goat by eight hundred yards roughly. That's where and our camp was. Flies. I think was yeah where our camp eight. was. So we camped eight hundred yards. So probably. A thousand plus yards as in a, a yeah. linear line um away from that goat and then you know, found a sweet little camping spot there and one little flat spot in the middle of what yeah that was kind of the well, we were in the trees but we in were the trees we were just a few hundred yards below tree line and okay. i thought this was really strange just it was so foreign to me to spend the eve of opening season hiding in trees I said this to you guys on the hunt. Yeah. And it just felt so strange to not what be would like... You, what else would you have done? No, I know. I, it was totally like it we was We were the move. expecting to be on a ridgeline glassing in the first... Yeah, I just expected yeah. to be like glassed and And glass like making light. a plan for like yeah. the end of next day we can get to this goat. Yeah, but not like n- not to be... Not like we could... If it was open shoot. season, we could have gone up and shot it right there. Exactly. Right there. It was kind of like we were just... We had to just, just hang back just enough. And as soon as it's legal, we're going to run yeah, up. Yeah, which was yeah, funny. Because I remember we were talking and we were between us being like what do you what how likely do you think it is that the goat is still right there you know and i had sort of when we were talking i was sort of you know i would say 50 50 50 chance he's right there 50 percent chance he goes at least 200 yards away which would change everything we'd have to do a different type of stop he went 200 yards left so it would be around behind the mountain. We would have to do it. We would have had probably get above him because we couldn't have really closed that gap yeah if we went to the right we the because we were on the the ridge we were on had trees but to the right there was an open basin so if he went right we could not just come below him and shoot we would have had to probably go around the top again and then come shoot him from above yeah so it would have been a very different That'd but he fun. ended up just you mm. know he got up munched a little bit and laid down again because we had a little hole in the trees you found a sneaky yeah little that hole. was actually so pro so, that you were able to find a sight line on him oh yeah. we were in thick thick trees thick and trees there was just like this tiny little sight line that you found to if i zoomed throw a spotter just on enough i could like crawl out the trees that were waving i could just get going yeah which is great yeah. it's good to like be able to like eat dinner and then go check up on it and then he disappeared and... right before yeah, bed but right. so i was watching him when he disappeared he was walking and then he disappeared but he did not 
come out on the other side. So we obviously walked behind a rock or uh, in a little fold or something. Because remember, you were there with like me, a and I said, I said, Chris, he's not there, but he kind of walked behind like a tree right beside us, right in front of us. So I couldn't see him for a second, and then I moved the spotter a little bit, and I couldn't see him again. So I was confident he hadn't like I or not confident, but I was I figured he had probably just like tucked in between behind a boulder or something. Which mm-hmm. and the next morning he was right there still. So obviously just whatever. We yeah. didn't know. Yeah, well, that was the thing. So then f- come morning time, we've got to get up. We can't see this thing because it's dark. We essentially have to pretend he's still there. We got up at there. 4.30. We started hiking. We've got to pretend he's there. Yeah. And we've got to put a stalk on a, a goat that may or may not be there. Mm-hmm. So, again, trying to cut distance and then sneaking a peek once we finally could and seeing him still sitting there, that was a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Did you guys sleep that night? Like a baby. Yeah, yeah, I think I slept pretty good. Was it like like so much so much anticipation though of like the next bit, day? Yeah. A little bit. Um, I I know I slept really well after like a pretty a sizable hike in. I was like, what did you boys think of that camp and set up by the way? Oh, that was great, so just, man! I, I love. I don't know if anyone. If, I don't know if anyone we posted any pictures, but we just slept under a twelve foot tarp. Yeah, strung cow- out to trees. Cowboy camping. I like well, cowboys it. don't run tarps. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would just be under the stars, eh? We could have probably done that, though. We got a a slight (coughs) miss that night, and I think that was, like, the only rain we had the whole trip. No, we had a couple of rainy nights. We had one night where it rained a few drops, because I remember my pack was laying out from under the tarp, and I reached out, pulled it basically every night. Did it? But but not a ton, just like, just, yeah. And I, oh, yeah, there were a few times where I wake up, and I was, like, panicking, like, oh, my gosh, it's pouring, my pack's out, and then it was just, like, it just, like, receded really quickly and it's mm-hmm. like oh, it's not a big deal at oh all, but. i was listening to the episode you and i did before we left garrett yeah you were you lied to me to my face what did i say <laughs> what? you told me in the podcast i do not snore oh yeah and you <laughs> my friend snore like a son of a bitch no okay i had texted you no i just listened to <laughs> the podcast i said you said we won't separate and i said the only reason we'll separate is if you snore and we've thrown you out of camp. And you said, I don't snore. No, I talked to Damaris, my wife, and I asked her if I snore. She says, you do not snore very often, but sometimes you breathe heavy and I'll just give you, she just gives me a whack and then I stop. Oh, so I told you, that. Damaris, I, that I breathing, told Chris, but you were sleeping beside me that night. That you could have just given me a whack and been like, keep it down. No, and I'm not going to do that because I, like, <laughs> you, you, I want you to have your rest too, but... <laughs> Garrett Vane is a snorer. No way. I wonder yes. if it's. I wonder if it's was Nick. A... He was sleeping beside you. How do you know it wasn't him? Because he was on my right. You I were heard my left. It too. No, you were in and the middle of the first night. I know. I'm thinking. No, you were in the far end. You didn't snore that night. Okay. I was in the middle on the first night. I know. Didn't that. snore that night. Yeah, you were in the middle of that campsite. There was some snoring that happened periodically, and it wasn't the most. Hey, I might have snored too. I didn't hear anybody snore. Yeah, because no. like, you couldn't you hear over you. <laughs> you were sore on logs, boy. It wasn't too bad, though. It wasn't, like, obnoxiously loud, so <laughs> it was all good. Anyway, we're still friends. It's not wasn't the end of the earth. I did like that, that camping setup, though. Yeah, that Mostly was because sweet. I just sat around and made my dinner while you set it up every time. But Yeah, yeah. we'd get there. It'd be like, I'd put my pack down and be like, lay down and be like, hey, Chris, you want a hand? You'd be like, no, no. Just, like, I'll I got to figure it I'm out. Like, no, I, I like doing argue. it, too. I won't argue. Yeah. I like doing it because I, I like I like doing my knots and I like pulling a certain way and I don't want you guys putting your dirty mitts on it and tying knots. No, fair enough. Do. So the, what we had, we had a tarp, tarp, basically. It was wide enough to, 
would have been about eight feet by 12 feet wide. It, was like by 12 it feet. probably yeah. was the perfect size for three people yeah, plus gear. Perfect. Because we could, you would pull the tarp out and then we'd lay like the that first night where, where Nick was, he was sleeping sort of flat and then I scooched a little bit farther down. So my head would have been roughly by your shoulders and there was still enough space where, you know, we could, you know, and then the, there was that little tree in between you guys. So you slept on a bit of an angle. So there's enough space where you could adjust and you weren't, we didn't have to sleep shoulder to shoulder no. and then we could put our bags in between us or whatever. And it was, you know, if there's a rock there, you just go around it and it, it was great. It worked yeah. so good. Uh, one of the themes that every night, one of the themes of the trip, I think was sleeping on an angle, which is, I think I've gotten better yeah. at it. You had a pretty pro move, which was to shove your backpack at your feet so you could push yeah. up against it and not. Yeah. So you wedge your backpack in and then like actually put your thermo rest up on your backpack a little bit and. Oh, okay. It wasn't like you were just like. I remember that one night, Nick, your sleeping mat, you had sat up and where your head would have been was like (laughs) above the ground by four inches. Yeah. Your your, uh, mattress was had like a hump in the middle. Oh, yeah. That was pretty bad. And I think the one night I woke up and I was like, like my whole legs were just like out from under the tarp because I'd slid down so far, but. I'm I'm not very good at sleeping in the backcountry. Like I I I'm a stomach sleeper. I can't sleep on my back. Are you really? And I like toss and turn all over the place, and it's just like really not great for sleeping bag sleeping. I guess, uh, which is something I'm trying to get better at. But it really frustrates me that I don't have that skill to just like lay on my back and fall asleep. I, I just lay yeah, on my back. Do. We know we we know how you sleep, Garrett, on your back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, enough of the snoring. No, I, we should get back I am, to the. I roll. Here. I do roll on my side though. For some reason, with the thermo rest, I do need hit my side once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I got back. I don't side do side. that at home. Okay, yeah. should we get back to the the action here? Yeah, the action. All right. So next morning. Next morning. So I've spotted the goat through the trees, and I told you, Garrett, I was patting your shoulder. I'm like, goat's still there. And then what? How much further did we go? Like twenty meters, thirty meters, and then you're yelling at me. Yeah, because I was yelling. I was <laughs> no, origi- yelling, or we were originally. You yeah. were in the front, and I was behind you. And then I let Nick go ahead of me because he's filming. And then I was not super close to you guys. And all of a sudden, I saw that there was a second Billy there. So I'm like hustling up the hill, but still trying to stay out of the sight line because we're running along the edge of the trees so mm-hmm. wouldn't see us. And then when I got you guys, I'm like Chris, there's a second goat there. There's a second goat. Um. So and then you know I I had said to uh, so basically at that point you were at the tree that you were going to shoot from and then yeah so you, you were there you can go over that in a sec but i had said to nick i said we're gonna wait till chris's goat is like dead dead yeah and then but be ready in case i go after the other goat i'm gonna run a little bit closer so the yardage is a little less and i'm gonna run up this tree line so be ready to yeah. run with me if need be so just so that you know if nick had any gear he wanted to drop or whatever or take then he could grab yeah. that and so run so i uh you threw we were setting up behind that shooting tree and it was a steep uphill shot but you were passing me the spot i'm like what are you giving me that for and you said to me you said well you want to make sure you, you like you want to pick which billy you want to shoot and i looked at them both but i barely looked yeah like it was by coincidence that i shot the one i did in how it worked out, how it worked out. I because I was and just, that that was the one that we had seen. The you previous shot day, the exactly. one that was laying higher on the I hill. I was I looked at them both and I'm like that one's slightly bigger bodied from where I can from the perspective I'm looking at like very quick and I was looking at them from different angles because the the lower down one had like a bigger angle and I could see more of its body whereas the higher up one I could see lesser lesser of its body 
Um, but it looked to have bigger shoulders, but I didn't, I barely looked at Horn. Yeah. Um, to, to see which one was bigger or better. And I just, and I just, in my head, I'm like, no, it's, I'm shooting the, I want it up top. I'm yeah. And you had one. said that. And I had looked through my binoculars at that point yeah. and I said, I agree with you. I think that one's bigger, but it's hard to tell. Yeah. So, cause they weren't laying side by side. Like one of them was laying, they were laying probably 50 yards apart and one was 30 yards farther down the hill. So yeah. it was a slightly different range and yeah, and there were still, well, there were 350 and just over 300 yards away. And so, we were yeah. in a good position at that point. Like they had not like noticed us they at that no point, idea. right? And so, you feel so exposed in those trees, but you're so not. Yeah. And so we could take our time, like got the phone scope set up, got everything set up into yeah. a really nice shooting situation for you. Yeah, I've got the, I had a front bag, had a rear bag. What do they use for rear bag? I think you used the, I think I used I the top lid. Nope, use my oh, guide use lid your, off your, my. guide lid off. You were like, I need a rear oh, bag. So I popped the guide lid. The guide lid comes the, in clutch. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Chris, Chris Prin, I don't need a guide lid. Like, like, I just don't have a guide lid. <laughs> you have no, but you're like, I don't need it. Guide lids are stupid. <laughs> They're not. I Garrett just don't have one. Guide okay. lids are the best. I so it paid off. Seats. I used it. Yeah. So you used that as your backrest? And... I must use my binocular harness as front rest. Yeah. Um, but I was like tucked right in some trees, like really tight. Yeah, it was really trees, tucked in. Like wrapping all around me and I was worried about like uh, scope obstruction from some trees and everything. Um, and you were getting a different yardage than I, than I was on my rangefinder. Which is weird. Yeah. Because I was later on, on we checked. We, later on, we checked the rangefinders and they were both exactly the same. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe you were just hitting a rock in front and I was hitting a rock behind. Um, I ranged 380. No, I ranged 371. 371. What did you range, Garrett? 355. Okay. Cool. Well, you had basically said, I had said, I've got 355. And you said, I've got 371. And I basically, I was like, go with 371 because it's your rangefinder, the one you've been working off of at home. I'm like, if they're different for some reason, which later on we tested it out and that later on we were like spot on, like yard for yard the same when we tested it later. So one of us had it off a little bit. So we don't, I don't know who had it off, but one of us was. I'll tell you what I had off was my uh, adjustment. Your your dial on your scope. When I, that wasn't off, just my mental math was off when i took my 371 and then took it to my chart i dialed too high okay what do you dial to uh i dialed to five i dialed up five moa so but what it was that like 380 yeah like just a a bit over 380 okay and and then consequently and then consequently shot high so first shot take it and then you see just like rocks dust over his back garrett calls it straight away you missed high and like i didn't see the miss high but garrett could see i said miss high over his head which turns out it wasn't over his head it was well it was over his head over his neck over his neck Mm -hmm. another thing is the wind at the goats there was a lot of wind up there yeah right like a lot more than was going on where we were because they were higher up more exposed yeah because both shots I was I aimed for the exact same spot on both shots, and I hit left. I hit left on both right. shots, so I shot. Right. Um, I shot high, right above the neck. Went back to my chart. I'm like, oh, I am definitely too high. I need to be like four and a half moa. Dropped it back down a little, and uh, aimed same spot and hit directly below the first shot, right in the neck. Yeah, so the the second shot, and you on the footage, you can see this if you're on you your, can see the Chris's impact, Instagram yeah. too. You can see it. As soon as that shot hit, 
I'm like, that goat's toast. He's hit right in the yeah, neck. He's toast. He went rolling <laughs> down the, the hill. <laughs> yeah. He went rolling down the hill and then, yeah. yeah. You did put one more shot yeah, in. Yeah, no, no, no. Sure. So, yeah, so he, I, I cut the video short just because it was getting lengthy and there was some leg kicking that I didn't want to visually upset people with. <clears throat> the goat rolled down into a, a spot where it got hung up and it was kicking and I did not want the goat to get up again. So, yeah, I sent another one. Yeah, but he was, he was, he, was he wasn't going anywhere. He was done, but you just put another one in to make sure. Yeah. And after that, you sh- took the next shot and, he stopped kicking, you know, a few seconds after that. Yeah. So. And then Garrett's screaming. Where's the other one? Where's the other one? Well, that's other... screaming. But we, you asked me after the first shot, where's the other one? And I saw it run off. Yeah. And oh, I okay. saw it too at the corner of my eye. It just, I remember its tail being up high and it was running to the left, like hardcore left running yeah. fast. So then we loaded our packs, whatever, high fives, hugs, whatever. We loaded our packs, went up the hill and you were in front of me. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Chris, stop. Because I saw right on the ridge line to the left, I saw some a shape that looked like it could have been an animal standing. It just looked out of place how the ridge went. So then we stopped. I pulled up my binoculars and I looked and I said, yes, the goat is there. So then we just tucked a few feet to the left in the trees. Um, and we ran up. We or ran up. We went up the hill another fifty yards. So we were right at three hundred, right? Three oh five, three hundred. I feel like why does three twenty five ring a bell? Yeah, you're right. It was three twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's three twenty five. So I dialed my gun to three hundred. I got everything ready, and then this is where I made a mistake. Is I did not. I and I I said this. I even said this to you. I said, I need to aim four inches high because it's 325 and I'm aiming at my scopes dialed for 300. So Mm. I put the scope on the billy, got it leveled still, whatever, shot, uh, hit the goat, was on the phone scope footage so we could see that the goat was hit. Uh, The goat was hit. In the chest. The goat was hit low, right right where you want to be. It would have been about an inch below his heart. Or yeah. left. Wow. Like it was right below his heart. It was above the bottom of the brisket, but between the brisket and the heart. Like right, his he was quartering to us. That would have made so, that whole yeah, so that, it would, it thing went, a lot less complicated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> know, if you would have been up an inch high, we would have had a lot better day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, on the, on the, uh, yeah, so he was quartering to us. So I had shot right tight to his front like his close leg and his left leg was farther left so as as it, if it was higher it would have been in the front of his front leg and it would have been on the back of his left leg mm-hmm. or on his of his back leg whatever so he he yeah just just not a great shot at the end of the day it should have been higher so and he took off so he took off we saw he was right on the ridge line, so we took you know four steps to the left, and he was gone. So then we went up to Chris's goat. Um, we had to walk past it anyways to get to where the other goat was. Then we went to where my goat was shot. We looked across down the because now we're looking into a different creek bed, a different into basin, a, into a different basin, and yeah. it's hideous and all it's, rock. Yeah, it's, it's like not friendly. Yeah, Hell's Canyon or whatever yeah. you want to call it. It was nasty. So, we saw it. It was three forty. No, it's three twenty-five no, it again. That. It was wasn't even that far. It was yeah. three twenty-five. It's the same distance as it. So then I took 
a couple more shots. I actually hit it twice, or I hit, took three more shots. I hit it two more times. And the last shot I took, you had said to, after the last shot, you were like, Garrett, you got it. Like, you got to calm down. Yeah. You're very shaky. But the last shot I took, I felt like I had hit it good. And it was, it was actually where it was going. It was sort of came up to a, a bit of a high point, And then I was walking down again. And the last mm-hmm. shot, it took a tumble and then it went down. But we didn't know if it had walked down or if it had fallen down. Yeah, down and whatever. out of sight. We down didn't know and if it was like... And then we watched for about five minutes. And we never saw it come pop up on the other side. So then, you know, we were feeling pretty confident about it. Or I was feeling pretty confident anyways. And then we went back to Chris's goat. Because we went back to Chris's goat. You, which is already swollen up like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. So that quick. does happen pretty quick, though. So quick. Yeah, yeah. Like it was huge. So we took, uh, we stopped for a minute, a few minutes to take some pictures. I took some. Did we do that after that? Yeah, yeah. We okay. took a couple pictures because Garrett, first took Garrett some wanted, shots. Garrett wanted to get going like right, right. away. Yeah, so we took some pictures with. You, basically, Chris wanted you wanted some pictures. Goat, obviously. I said, "Can I jump in and we get some group shots first? So we gone. did that, and then I, you yeah, know, then it was recovery mission time. Yeah, and then I went up the because I had shot it on the left side of the mountain. I went up the mountain and walked along the ridge, looking down into this basin. And basically, I said to you guys, I will not go in the basin because we knew it was really nasty. I'll wait for someone to go with me, but I'm going to look, see if I can find it, yeah. see what's going on with this goat. I walked along this ridge, looked into all the little shoots in there. I did not see the goat at all. There was one area where I had shot it where I could tell if it had fallen into there. There was You couldn't see into it because there was all these cliffs and spires and stuff where he would easily get tucked away yeah, into something in there so so and then i hiked all the way up to the end of the basin i looked down i never saw him and i had multiple vantage points and there was only really one spot where he would have come out so i figured if he you know if he he was already hit once i were assuming i hit him more at that point we're like if he's healthy he's gonna come out never saw him so i went back to chris and nick and then you were cleaning your goat still? Or still working on it. Yeah. Still working on the goat. So I told, we got the inReach sorted out so that we could text each other. And then we made a plan of, you know, if I find the goat, this is what we'll do. If I don't find the goat, this is what we'll do. And then and then I headed back up the ridge. And then I this time I went down to where I had shot it and I started looking for it. Yeah. So and then so I went down. Where I found the spot where I had shot it last. I ranged back to where we had shot. The yardage was right. So then I and I could see a slide going right down there. So it looked like where I had shot it that last time. It had fallen and it had slid down. And then I followed that. And then it came. It was just like it was just where all everything is forty five degrees because of shale going down the hill. But there's multiple spots where there's like rocks. And then cliffs, and then it, I've got some cool footage of this where all of a sudden I look down this narrow slide, and again, it looks like something has slid down there, and there's just rocks on both sides and shale in the middle, and I see the goat there. And I had, I was about ready to, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say I was about ready to give up, but I had looked a lot, and I looked hard in there, and it was pretty steep when a little like fairly sketchy where yeah i wasn't I was, sure what to do i was glassing so, you while you were heading down and it looked like there was just a lot of decision making just going on just to like where we like where you could walk to get down and, and yeah. looking around and poking around there it looked like it was pretty dicey so i'd say that's like super fortunate that you found it there yeah like if that goat so i was actually watching that goat and then i 
was texting you guys to let you know that I found it. And then I see the goat. It actually slid a little bit farther down the hill, but I could still see it. It just slid, you know, three, four feet. And I yeah. just couldn't, could barely not see it. I was like, oh no, I don't tell me it rolled all the way down. So I uh, skied, slid down that little chute, um, which was totally fine. It wasn't too hard. And then I went down there and then I got the goat, um, you know, all good, made sure the goat was dead. And then I, uh, yeah, I texted you guys and started cleaning it up. Yeah, goat so, recovered. So goat that was recovered. successful uh, despite, uh, yeah, it being kind of a long shot, it felt like. just Well, the first text you had sent me, the first in-rates text, apart from the testing one, was um, the next in-rates you sent me was, I can't find him. But then like one second later, because I did an update all yeah. at once, I got them in, in, in a lot. The next text message was found him. I'm working on him now. So yeah, that was... I, five minutes later, I had be- was the time between those two texts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were so pumped when you got that text. I was because I'm like, man, this is just like this sucks. Yeah, I definitely don't want to lose an animal. Definitely don't lose a goat or like. And I was kind of thinking, I don't want to go in that basin and start having to yeah. look for one. Because at one point the plan had shifted to like we were we were talking like oh we should get in that basin with Garrett so that we're all together yeah which I think would have really sucked with how much weight we were slugging around after that oh absolutely um, but I think I think the way that it that it ended up with Garrett finding his goat like after the shooting situation the way that it ended up was maybe the best it could have can you call it a shooting scene shooting scene yes <laughs> this after the the no, scene the scripted did shooting get a little scene. western there oh, yes. um. <laughs> So like, <laughs> minus a few. Uh, that that goat had a will to live. I'll tell you that he had yeah. three. And what did what did we him. name him because of that? <laughs> Wallace William Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> no, from Braveheart. From Braveheart. Braveheart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Chris, what what was your goat's name? Roman. Roman nose. Because it had a big, nice big Roman, Roman nose. Yeah, that was one thing. When we glassed that in the spotter and the closer, that's one thing I said. He was like, man, he's got a cool nose. He's got a Roman nose yeah. for goats. Mm-hmm. So Roman, I don't know if that's normal for mature goats, but it was cool. Roman yeah. and Wallace. Yeah, they're, they're the boys. Yeah. So um, I spent a long time working on my goat because yeah. I had uh, I wanted to do a, a life-size mount. I thought if I get a good goat, I want to do a life-size mount. I want to remember it. So I spent a lot of time... Like if you're just cutting off meat, you can do whatever you want to the hide. But when you're trying to skin the whole hide and get the meat off. Yeah, keep it all in good shape. And try and keep it all clean. It was a timely process and it was getting warmer and... There was a lot of salt involved. Yeah, thanks for carrying my salt, Gary. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, man, that was really nice. Chris snuck four pounds of salt into Garrett's backpack. I (laughs) caught Chris at the beach with his hands in my pack smirking. I said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just putting a little bit of salt in there. So I'm thinking he's got a Ziploc bag. <laughs> when did you right? discover that? Oh, uh, so we were. <coughs> so I thought he was putting a Ziploc bag in there, you know, pound of salt, whatever. Mm. We hike up the mountain. We're having our first lunch break. And I'm reaching my bag like, what is this big box in here? We have to put four pounds of salt in my bag. And he had four pounds of salt himself. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, it was And funny. I could have used four more. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, you gave it a good salting. I gave it tons. So and yeah, I was working on I worked on the meat and I was working on this cape. And I could have I mean, I could have done the cape and everything back at camp or at another place, but I mean you were do you were busy. Nick was off glassing up bucks. I'm like, well, I might as well just do it here. I'm here now. Yeah. Um 
But then you were start the the plan was a little bit iffy as to like how we were going to get out of this predicament. We knew we weren't going to stay on top of the mountain. We had to get down. Um, and and I think the biggest part that was like the biggest question in my mind was like we're going down and we're going to go down in a way that we haven't like we haven't been through this area before. Yeah, and with the heaviest packs of terrain that I've ever packed. Yeah, yeah, it was very heavy. So like now we're not. We've got our. This is day one of a ten day hunt. Day two. So day two of a opening opening day though. What I'm trying to get is we've got all of our food. Yes. So our bags are still sixty pounds. And I had all of Garrett's food. And then we've got and then Garrett's Maybe, taken off. No, Garrett had some so, of his food. But I, so, I took most. So yeah, the idea we had left where I shot the goat, we had left our bags of food there. Yeah. And my theory was, um, and I had so once we had got to the top and we had talked about it, I said, Why don't I go and get this goat. It looks like I'm gonna have to go into that basin, that basin of cliffs. Yeah, you you went crap. light. You went light because you had a whole goat to pack up yeah. by yourself, and then we took the rest of your so food, my, which I think was the right call because, I, like, yeah, I think it. I think it checked out pretty. Easily. My theory, my thinking was, okay, I'm gonna have a whole goat's meat and a head. Chris is gonna have, and Nick are gonna have the whole goat and my food. Yeah, it'll probably be roughly even. And but the hide. And yeah, but oh. I, I sort of, I wasn't really thinking about the hide or let's put it this way. I didn't realize the hide was going to be 15 pounds. Yeah, that was kind of was like 30. 30 pounds. Okay. So I thought the hide, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. they're going to be, even with me taking all the meat off of one goat, you guys are going to have another goat and the hide, you guys are still going to be like, yeah, it was, it was justified. I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. So that was the, the thinking behind that. But then once, you know, once it was all said and done, my goat was smaller than Chris's goat. I had more meat wastage because of the extra bullet holes in it. Right. Um, so then I lost a bit of neck meat. I lost a bit of, uh, you know, whatever, some of the front shoulder meat. I, yeah. So anyways, I lost a bit of meat that was left behind. Yeah. So you um, just took, you took meat and head and yeah. you deboned everything too. I deboned. So that's the other thing. I deboned my whole goat. I didn't take any bones out except of course the head. And then you guys had the bones in your goat as well. So you guys were... Yeah, I had bones in the quarters because yeah, I just wanted to give them a night to rest bone in. Yeah, which we had talked about and we decided to do. But at my point, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into because I knew that I could go down the shale, which wasn't so bad, and walk in the creek. And the first bit looked really easy, but I didn't know what it went to. <laughs> so then once I got all loaded up, I headed... I like did, took care of that goat pretty quick too because I wasn't keeping the cape. That part was easy. Um, I got done it i was thinking i was going to be behind you guys you know by the time i get out there but then of course i've never like i didn't realize that doing caping the whole goat was going to take so long because that's you know that's new for both of us mm -hmm. so because chris is doing a full body mount of that goat which is going to be sick it took so long dude yeah. how is how's it coming along can we just jump to that is yeah, that yeah right? so jump so um as soon as we got back to town with the cape i called taxidermist chris lax and he was on one of the episodes Asked him to come by and take a look at it, and he reached in the bag and grabbed some fur, and it slipped. Oh! The first bit he grabbed, he's like, "Dude, That's devastating!" He's like, "Cape's done, man. It's slipping." I'm like, "No, it can't be." Like, I worked really hard. I'm like, "Take it home, lay it out, have a good look at it." Um, and he did, and yep, there is a spot that slipped, and there's just a bit of fat that I left on the hide sure. in one spot. But I think it's going to be okay. You're not going to see it. Just what's the, the spot? It, it's like right here in the sternum area. Okay. But the way I'm mounting it, you're not going to see it. Yeah. Um, Have you decided? Yeah, I think I'm going to do like coming down the hill. 
coming down the cliffs, head up. Um, cool. And the reason I think it looks cool, but um, when I got my goat inspected, that was by Jamie in Agassiz, high high caliber custom boats is his business. But he's also a taxidermist and a guide, and he's the goat inspector. And I was asking cool. him, and he's like, and he was explaining to me that coming down looks great because you get the white fur backdrop to the horns oh yeah and i was like oh that makes total sense oh right that's so if he's looking move. to the left yeah yeah so you know what i mean so w- when you're looking at him from you got most the contrast angles, you get you get black on horn there. on white and i'm like that makes sense so it's good it's gonna work out though it's gonna work out fine awesome. and he was able to flesh that area just a bit better and salter and he reckons it's held awesome yeah so it's that's like, great yeah that's nice. awesome. Man. So Cape is in. Good I shape. I was I was like really sad when I heard that you, yeah, you that like originally here. thought the the hide was just no good. And I, I was know, like I'm man because like, the whole time I'm like man I can't wait to see that full mounted goat. I have no idea what I'm gonna do with it. Like it's yeah, I, 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 I won't fit in here. It'll fit maybe they'll take up that whole wall. Give it to Cabela's on loan. No, Cabela's can kick rocks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to the mountain. Garrett, you got down. So Garrett, yeah, I I headed well, you're down, heading the creek. down at least. I was heading down the creek. Um, I at first I was like, and you can see this on my Instagram story. It's saved on there. But at first, I was like, man, this is great. You know, this is cruisy. Yeah, and I got you found through, a highway. Yeah, so just yeah, handrail <laughs> right along that creek. It was it was great. And then I got to a point where there was some some waterfalls. I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. I can walk around this on the shale. So I walked around them on the shale. And then I got to a point where I was like, oh. Now I got waterfalls and there's cliffs on both sides. So it wasn't just where I could step to the side and walk past them. Yeah. If that makes sense. That was the crux of your descent. Would yeah. You say? So that was the, that, and then again, there was just a couple small ones. It wasn't too bad, you know, where I was just, you know, I go around these four foot waterfalls and then I came to another spot. There was one waterfall in particular that I came to and I was, I was sitting on the top of them. I had thrown my trekking poles down and my, they had just like, cause I wanted to hold on to the rocks instead of using my trekking poles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just sitting there and I, I don't know, just with everything, with the goat packing out with the heavy loads, you know, being on my own for a while, I didn't, I wouldn't say I, I definitely wasn't crying, but I was sitting there and I got a little emotional. I'm like, man, this is a little bit scary. You know, I'm here all on my own, you know? Yeah. It's only a eight foot high waterfall. You know, if I fall down here, I'm not going to die, but you know, I could break my leg. Yeah. I, you know, my inReach. I'm in this like deep Canyon, you know, it might have a hard time coming through. Yeah. So I had texted Chris and I'd been like, Hey, going through a sketchy part, I'll message you when I'm through you know like pray that i'm safe and then you know i then i proceeded through there and i got through there without any big hiccup i had another one where it was like a three foot waterfall before that where i had a little scare i sat on my bum and i was gonna like slide to the edge and go over and then you know scooch to the edge and go over and all of a sudden i started sliding and this one granted if i had fallen i wouldn't have you know killed myself but it would just you know scratch yeah. to whatever would it's have a hurt. serious situation but yeah i sure. slid down and i was sliding right to the edge of this waterfall and then i managed to put my foot just in time onto this little kink that was sticking up and stopped myself oh, but man. still you know it gives you a bit of a reality check and realize you know yeah all these things and i i always say the the scariest thing on these mountain hunts is falling like you know yeah, yeah bears can get you you know, whatever, you know, depends on where if you're in the Okanagan, maybe a snake could bite you. But I still feel like the scariest thing, you know, even if it's a normal mountain, you just, you know, a mule deer mountain, you can still fall head over heels with 80 pounds in your back. Yeah. You know, that's not going to be good. So, um, but once I got through that, 
I was like, I got through that whole area, which was great. And once I was through there, man, I had, um, I was like loving life. Like I was so happy, so thankful. I'd made it safe. I had like just huge adrenaline rush. Like looking back, we're like, man, I came to those waterfalls and I was safe and I was so thankful for that. And I, you know, I was feeling so good. And then I kept going down the creek and then I knew you guys were on the ridge on the on the left side of the creek so i hiked up to there because we were sort of texting like i would text chris and be like okay it's you know 3 p.m you know blah 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 and then i'd get a message i'd send it and then 10 minutes later i'd get a message from chris being like hey it's 2 45 p.m you know yeah and, and um it's like oh you know because we were texting back and forth i'm like okay can we can you make it to the main river then we can meet at the river in the creek tell me where you're going to be along because there's a trail along the main river at the bottom but tell me you're going to be along the trail because i knew they're a bit behind and it's like i'll go and like i'll come to you guys and then um so it's a bit of a mix i was like okay if i need to i got my super bag i can bivy out here and before that you had messaged me oh we'll meet at the creek and then i had sent that i could bivy and then you said okay good bivy and i'm like well if you could make it to the creek let's meet at the creek like <laughs> yeah i'd rather have my because they had my food and my sleeping pad yeah so i was like i'd rather have my sleeping pad i'd rather be with you guys i'd rather not just take my bag and wrap myself around it it wasn't too steep there because i was near the bottom but no i didn't really want to just hide beside a tree and you know uh, yeah i was right on what i call grizzly creek now because that's where the two years previous i had seen a grizzly there um so yeah. yeah but then then eventually i got down you guys had a you guys had a you know i i had texted that message to chris and then later on shortly after that chris and had messaged me that you had dislocated your shoulder and i'm like man here i'm <laughs> like calling for you know look at like think of me when i'm in this dangerous spot meanwhile you guys are in a sketchy yeah, spot yeah we weren't having much fun. it was just sketch all around what time do you, do you figure we started heading down it was like mid-afternoon hey I'm gonna say like three or four. Yeah, and in my mind, I'm at the bottom. I'm like, these guys are probably just cursing me up for carrying all my food. You know, they're probably like annoyed at that. <laughs> well, we were and like, we were... I, I sort of had the idea that you guys would go down that ridge, so I was feeling guilty about that too. And I was just, ah, I just felt, I just felt a little bit sick. I guess I felt a little bit responsible. You know, that you guys were in a rough position. So there was like, there was I'm, a lot up in honest. the air, and it was like obviously our goal was to get to you and then but yeah we were like looking at the hill and i was like i wanted to go left because that's the way we came up yeah, sort of yeah. and i, I was like i want to go left too when, but when, i was same as garrett i'm like we can't just leave him yeah there. so we, like we've we, got to be there with him we need to convene so we just like packed up our packs and started heading down basically the most direct route that wasn't quite right we on the ridge down, edge but yeah it was man and it was steep it, yeah, it was shit. So in, in hindsight, <laughs> and the backpack was heavy. That, that was the, is that the the heaviest pack you've that's you've the had pack on I've carried. A your trip? packs were legit heavy. Like those must have been hundred pounds ish. It yeah, felt mine was, mine, awful. I'm, I yeah, mine was. We yeah, I, think, I I feel confident to say that we each cleared hundred pounds, no problem. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. And beyond, and yeah. once you're over hundred pounds, it's like you just that's just cartoony. I think. Yeah. Like you, it feels like My hilariously pack. bad. To put that on, and especially in shale, it's like there's not, there's no chance that you can make any upward ground with that pack on. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. you can just kind of like aim down, and like the best you can do is like, like barely hold a side hill, like hold elevation if you want to go straight sideways. Yeah, you wouldn't be. So we were just trying to like pick our way down that mountain, like find the 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 least cliffy areas, the nicest shale, and actually. 
when you do get into the shale and like you can kind of just like stand in one spot and move your feet up and down and you make like a tiny little rock slide and you can just kind of like surf your way down that the was nice until which you was hit. nice until something happened to you until you hit where that pea gravel is just on sheer rock yeah that's yeah. That was where you like sheer rock or hard packed dirt. Yeah, hard packed dirt, and that's when so you're on you marbles. hit a patch of that. I hit a patch of that and just took an absolute slide while you were being a vanity project and doing. Yeah, Instagram I was taking an Instagram me. story, and then I yeah. look up and I'm like, "Oh, Chris is following." And, and I then, did, yeah, took this slide. Don't know what happened, but shoulder <laughs> is killing me. Holy! And man. when I finally like catch myself, I put my hand on my shoulder, and it's not there. But with my pinky... It's not there. The arm's gone. With my pinky, I can feel the top of my shoulder, yeah. there, like a hand width low. And I've never dislocated the shoulder before. But I'm like, yeah, that's not great. It's out. And you said that. You said that right away, which made me think that you had dislocated your shoulder No, I previously. just knew it. I'm like, it's and, out. And I looked at it. I looked up and I have dislocated my shoulder. So I know what it looks like. I'm like, yeah, that looks dislocated. And I was like, this sucks. It didn't like, feel I, good. I, instantly, I'm like... I don't know how to put a shoulder back in. Like, what are we going to do right now? Yeah. And you know what went through my mind? Because yeah, I'm, I'm a mouthpiece about not bringing a major first aid kit. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's nothing in a first aid kit to fix a dislocated <laughs> shoulder. So suck on that one too. I yeah. think the more I think about that, the more I think that experience and like knowing what to do with different injuries is a part of your first aid kit. Right. You That's know? true. Like, I think that is... <laughs> If you're going to put time in and effort into preparing a first aid kit, prepare your mind. Like just like I, now knowledge. I'm, I haven't done it yet, which I really, I, I I'm glad I've been reminded of it, but I'm going to go and research like, how do I put a shoulder back in? Someone you know? told me there's a couple of ways to do it, but anyway, um, I was, but that's what I was preparing for. I'm like, okay, Nick's going to come and put my shoulder back in. Yeah. I'm yelling out to you. Uh, I'm sitting there with this stupid backpack on and it's, pushing me forward I, I actually had to slide further and wedge my feet into some trees where i could even get stable i took my my right arm's injured i pulled my left arm out of the backpack yeah and then i went to take the no this sorry rewind i didn't slide to the trees yet i took my left Important arm detail took my left arm out of the backpack yeah and then tried to take my right arm out and as i was doing that i slid further oh when and that's one, when yeah, I the slid to the, the tree. sensitive arm in the pack. Yeah, and it was sort of twisted back, so I was trying to get it off. And yeah. the sliding and the pressure of the backpack pushed the shoulder back in. Seek which is out, like super... side saves Chris's shoulder. Yeah, which is there super fortunate. It probably didn't go back in the most ideal way because you said it felt like it, it just felt sounded. Horrible, you and could the hear sound it. of it was like, Ugh. yeah, not great. Everybody in the podcast oh. studio just cringe then just so the Dude. listeners know yeah um i can just imagine so gnarly. okay but i've the, had a knee out before and i know how that, yeah so that's that not great at least sounds the, brutal and um it's now just like yeah how does it feel now it's a bit sore i actually heard it twice today i packed out a bear you heard today. it or hurt it <laughs> heard it okay. i packed out a bear today so nice. i heard it twice more i've definitely got an appointment coming to get yeah, seen to do that man um but it was just like the whole you know like we we're already frustrated with not frustrated, but we already had such a just not an ideal situation. And yeah. now I'm injured, and like the shock of a new injury, I, like that whole just I lost strength in the arm, and just like I lost a bit of confidence in a little for a little bit there. I think if I would have walked over that spot too, like I was totally not being aware of the fact that there could be some like that that sort of gravel on on a hard pack yeah. that you ran into, 
and uh, if I like, I would have fallen too if I would have been there first. I had the same thing. You couldn't not stand. You couldn't stay up on that stuff. Yeah, the same thing in the sense of I was going down chill, and you know, you're like, oh, this is good, and all of a sudden, I just had it where I landed on my butt though, and it wasn't like I didn't slide or anything. Yeah, still, you know, it it catches you off guard, right? Yeah, it just yeah, it just does. So it's the art of falling gracefully, is what I've. Well, yeah, fall yeah. on your pack not on your bum yeah just fall like gracefully pack, like don't and like i know this from i'm good at jiu-jitsu for, injury. Yeah. you don't falling don't, yeah. don't try and catch yourself with flailing arms like fall gracefully and you won't end up with busted shit so obviously just, just, i obviously tried to catch myself on that one arm and just pop right and with when you're packing that much weight with that much weight like you yeah, just didn't you can't the shoulder's not going to hold it but so yeah, and I was super concerned that you wouldn't be able to put the pack back on at all, which you were. Mm-hmm. Which Nick was, has to pack two hundred pounds. Well, I'm like, yeah, I guess like what would we have done? One of the packs would have stayed up there, and you would have probably hung just, up the meat and taken the essentials down and met me. Right. Basically. It would have got. I don't. Yeah. It was. It was cool though, because like the pack just doesn't sit on the actual shoulder yeah. muscles. It sits up. So around, yeah. So. so that from there, that was obviously like kind of traumatic and a big deal, but just we're. we're we were fortunately able to keep going. And yeah. after that, we hit tree line, which I think was a lot worse. Yeah. Like tree line was, tree steep, line was rough. Steep, dense bush, going over deadfall, trying to pick our best trails. Like there were, we could, so, there were deer trails in there that we could kind of follow for like 10 feet and then they just stop and you're yeah. busting through this like, like really thick bush again. Um, that, I think that, and it's really easy to say uh, that's the hardest thing I've ever done. At least on a hunting trip, I think it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I, I, I still believe that right now. No, it was tough. And it like sounds corny, whatever. And obviously, there are other people who have hunting situations or experience like way harder stuff than that. But it was it felt very extreme. It was pretty tough. Um, yeah, and just I think the fact that I'd already been injured was weighing on us. And yeah. we were like, oh, we could actually get injured doing this. Right. If that hadn't have happened, the mindset would have been different. It would have just been like, well, this is heavy. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going down, trying to, trying to like pick our way through the bush and get to the bottom, get to Garrett before we lose light, which right. was, I think was a big motivating, motivating factor for us to get it done as fast as we did. Yeah. Um, we, you don't want to be doing that in a, with a headline. Yeah. And I like at, at a certain, well, yeah. And it was weird too going down and with a pack that heavy, it was the same on the pack out was it just felt, it felt equally bad to be standing still yeah as moving so i'm like i just need to keep moving yeah um yeah and like my feet my feet were really what what were the breaking point because they just felt like my the bottom of my boots like the insole was made out of sandpaper at some point like they were well, think of the fire. think of the pressure going into your foot like you, your foot's yeah. only so big and you've got all that weight like i don't think i have the greatest boots though too because they could slip around in there and that was the problem yeah you should get some new boots i should yeah um, he's the same boots as me. I love my boots. Really? No, he's got no. Nick's got Mindles. Oh, okay. Call it. <laughs> yeah, They're the Cabela's Mindles. I've heard the the Mindle Mindles are Mindle Mindles are legit. I think the Cabela's Mindles are like. Not... I, I They're like a very wide sole, and I need a narrower boot. <laughs> yeah, That's I have a low end Tibets. I love those things. Okay. So yeah, they look the same. Very you, so. similar form. Factor. Yeah, I tried on those Mindles, and then I ended up going to Tibets. I like. Yeah. I like. They felt good, but I, I tried Lois. I try. I try anything. I don't know. You want wet feet? Get lowers. <laughs> Would you call them leaky lowers? Leaky lowers. <laughs> I love those. Garrett boots. says he's done leak. 
I call BS. They're, they're soaking wet. No way. Okay, should we should we wrap up that day of the yeah, story? Yeah, let's. We should move through this a bit quicker. Yeah, where, where are we <laughs> so at now? We, should we blitz the rest of the? So well, like, we end, I, we eventually met. I just want to hit camped that yeah, night. Yeah, basically met in camp, but I, I want to hit a couple of highlights. Had a fake things. fire and ate some ribs yes, that night. Yeah. That was money. Yes. Just, and Nick and I, ribs when we got back to camp. Flame. Oh, dude. When we got back to camp, we were not in the mood. I yeah, laid I was on my side and hour. I didn't I had, move for a few minutes. I had been at, I was waiting for about a half an hour. So I had, and I had that easy walk in the creek the last half an hour. So I had been an hour of, you know. Chill. Chill Unwind. and whatever. Unwind. We were not on Yeah, because I saw you guys. very wound. You guys, I, 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 you guys showed up and I gave you guys hugs and I was kind of like, oh, dear. I showed up with nothing <laughs> Are we going left home in tomorrow? the tank. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing in me. Nothing. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but and then I we had a good I night. set up I set up the top and I made the fire. And then and then we said, let's get the top. Yeah, let's get the fire going. And Nick was in under the top before it was even set up. Nick was under it laying down and I'm like, You coming? He's like, No. I'm like, should I tell I Garrett? I I'm like, should I tell Garrett not to light the fire? And I, you didn't answer me. But I came up and as soon as I saw <laughs> the fire and sat down and then I un- I unwound. And then we got the. the I crawled the ribs. over there eventually. We got the ribs I cooking. I felt awful. And I mean, it's a late nice. night. It's we stayed up to like eleven o'clock that yeah, night eating did. those ribs. Slept um, a bit. And like, as everybody who's eaten game knows, deer fat, goat fat is miserable stuff to eat. Not this time. But though. we sucked those ribs dry of fat. They were. It was good. I chewed on. Like, I had one wad of fat. We just chewed on it. And then spat it out, and yeah. the flavor was good. It's great flavor. So, yeah, we, was body good. was we were definitely depleted if we were eating fat oh, like that. Yeah. That was real nice. Um, it's a nice, nice way to end that day for sure. So yeah. that was it. So and then double, just passed out and had just the deepest sleep. Double yeah, head. The next uh, morning, day. we all definitely woke up. Oh, I think we were up at like nine o'clock. The too. next morning, and like Nick and I said this to Garrett, wanted to get moving, and I said, "Buddy, I'm having a relaxation morning. I need to recoup." I work on my meat. We're going to hang out. We're going to like catch a breath here. Yeah. And that's when we discovered maggots on my meat. Yeah. Um, so super small. It's like were... super small, like just, like they just hatched. Um, so obviously I took too long on the mountain butchering and got some flies on my meat. Played some eggs. Um, that wasn't in all the game bags. It was in a couple and it was just in small areas that hadn't spread to all the meat yet so yeah, yeah we, you we, could tell it was like right here the fly laid its eggs so the maggots are like a one inch yeah you know there's like all tiny maggots within a one inch square so yeah. it was like so in that as way, far as maggots go you caught it early on caught yeah, it, right? like any longer and like yeah stuff had been going bad yeah because i've experienced this before and you could tell all those maggots were like day old or yeah. like let, cause, well obviously the goat wasn't even dead for a day or was yeah just a day. yeah so then so, the solution so that well i mean i'm texting on the inreach i'm texting sam like all right buddy look up what i need to do if i look up if i can even recover this by the time sam texts me back i'd already come up with my own solution which but was, we went straight yeah, we to figured the, it out we went to the, the, the river and just started washing meat washing meat wash, just washing it and i know the dirty ass river. the dirty ass <laughs> mineral filled glacier fed river this stuff looked like a pink milkshake it was hideous oh it was so um, weird man i've always said to keep meat dry in like and that makes if, sense if, if it's, it's cool it's cool but looking back now and you've butchered your goat so you're going to be able to agree with me on this um i would rather have wet 
I just realized I have a stash of meat for Nick. I forgot to bring it. Oh, really? I've got some for you too, but I haven't grabbed one. Okay. Um, It's already labeled and everything. I forgot to bring it. No worries. I'll be looking forward to that. I, if, if in, if in that situation again, well, we needed to do something about the meat. If there was already maggots on it, it was either fix the situation or go home. So we, I, we washed it. Hung it to dry, hung it to dry off a little bit. Washed, I washed it. I'd say I washed everything twice, and then the plan was to throw it in the river. So inside, in you hang it up here's the thing about that river. river. I wanted to look at it dry. I wanted to like okay. give it another Assess. inspection. Yes, yeah. so you put so it in the river. Here's the thing about the creek. It came straight from the glaciers. It was super cold. So and with insects, insects are cold blooded. I think you call it. But if they do not have warm temperatures, they cannot function. Like if you took a fly early in the morning when it's really cold near the creek and you took it out of a warm spot and brought it to the creek, like the flies, like they don't work. Like they need to have warmth to work, right? Their body shuts down. So put it in cold and then those maggots The worst case scenario is those maggots are basically in hibernation. Best case scenario is they die. But those maggots will not be thriving. So worst case scenario, we load up those, you know, if there was one or two maggots in there, which we never found any once we took it out of the river a few days later, but we never, yeah, the maggots were, uh, were cleaned off or gone. But if there was any there, there would, they would not be growing. Yeah. So, Hey, uh, what else happened while you were working on the meat there? And the meat was not rotten too. the clarity for that. The meat was not at all rotten. The meat was perfectly fine. There was just maggots on it. Yeah, because yeah. we did the meat did cool down on the mountain. It was just there was some flies that got to your meat. My goat meat, there was no maggots in my goat meat. So I'm swanning around there. I'm having my relaxation day. My boots aren't laced. I'm in my my long johns. Yeah. I'm in a t-shirt. I'm just totally chill, having a good time. Garrett starts hollering, bear. I was right beside you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a another grizz, and it's cub coming up river. One grizz, one cub. One group, one one grizz, one cub. They don't know we're there yet, um, but we've got meat laid out everywhere. Wind was yeah. going the total opposite direction. She would not have smelled. So, yeah, not ideal scenario. Really, was, actually, really fortunate that you saw the bear before yeah, it got she closer. Been right on us. She could have been right on us. And, and just like, exactly as I said, exactly as I said before the hunt, I didn't want to spend too much time in river bottoms because of this exact thing. That's like, where they're chilling. They're, they're, that's where they're chilling, and it's loud down there. Nobody can hear each other. Um. Yeah, yeah you. So, oh, okay, you guys started hollering. I was at camp at that point, and so the by me, me, yeah, by myself, me, you guys, and the the two bears there kind of made a triangle. Yeah, and you guys started hollering. And at first, I'm like, I was just making coffee. I was having like a chill morning, like you. I was like, I'm I'm starting to pack up my bag and like thinking about maybe we'll start moving at some point. And then I hear yelling. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I hear bear, and I'm like. I got to stand up. I got to get going. And at that point, the bear, like you said, it moved off of the river and into the forest, right? Yeah. Kind of uh, in my general direction. And we, like our campsite was set up on the trail. Yeah. So like if the bear's- On the highway. Ever been there before, it probably travels on the trail. Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. So like <laughs> yeah. it, it's probably really familiar with that. Yeah. And then I started running to you. My first instinct was to grab my camera- and then run towards you guys and where I thought the bear was. Because, like, I need to film it. Oh, directly? Well, not directly. Okay, I was going down, down the trail. trail. I was going okay. up the trail. And then at that point, I was started running. And my, yeah, loose boots and everything, too. And I, I was like, man, I'm in trouble. Like, I can't <laughs> catch my breath. 
Like, after that day before, I was like, man, yeah. I'm the slowest moving, moving thing in this valley. Yeah, I'm a slug. It's night, yeah. a nightmare where you can't I know, dude. It felt it. like the, the nightmares where, <laughs> yeah, you can't move working. and there's an animal chasing you. Um, but then eventually I heard, rifle, rifle. So then I like, okay, I got to turn around and grab that rifle. So I grabbed the rifle and then it was just like pandemonium and everything. And um, yeah, I, eventually we met up and I was glad that you guys moved, like made your way towards me as well. Yeah. Because I was like, man, I can't like, I don't think I can get to those guys quick enough. And it's like, it's just going to be. Yeah. So I never actually saw the bear, though. So I guess it just kind of buggered off. Just buggered off. But like which I was would, fortunate again. We had been deboning meat in camp. Yeah, there's I had meat my, scraps all around camp. I like we weren't going to stay in this camp, so we weren't worried. Yeah, about we were just clean. trashing it. Um, it was this morning that we had done it. Yes, right? and my yeah. I had my cape laid out, and so that's why my cape was probably as heavy as it was because it also had eight pounds of salt on yeah. it. So give that <laughs> yeah. some grace. All the salt weight went um, into the cape. So that's laid out. I'm just thinking, yeah, this this is a pretty tasty little morsel if a bear comes through. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I it, got it all, it all worked out there. There's some like really nice shaky cam, lots of yelling footage yeah. that I got and pandemonium. It's great. I love it. I'm, I I am truly appreciating like the grizzly bear experiences we had on this trip just to like give me a bit of confidence. Yeah, um, kind of have a frame of reference for future for future ones, yeah. Also reminds you to keep your head on a swivel. Right? Yes. Like, like even Not when we were doing the meet, and that's how I noticed it is every little bit I, you know, I'd look up and <coughs> yeah. then, you know, just to keep your, you know, and that's it's good whether you're hunting for deer or watching for bears, it's always good to keep your head up Yeah, or playing hockey, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> keep your head up. Don't skate with your head down. Yeah. Keep yeah. looking around. <laughs> that's no, how you get. That makes concussion. sense. Thanks for throwing it back to hockey. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Hockey <laughs> reference for Nick. Yes. No, I play hockey too, so. Yeah, we're on the same page there. <laughs> hey, what uh, what are we sitting at for time right now? I don't know. The thing measures in bars and beats. Okay. We're, we're, we're coming up on 10 o'clock, which is up on an hour and a half after recording. So in, in the interest of time, should we just try and blitz the rest of the hunt here? Yeah, I think so. Um, just want to hit the notables. Maggots on the meat. We got it in the river, cleaned it up. Yeah. Uh, we did then spend two or three days mule deer hunting. Yeah, so the plan after that was to, like, you guys both had a mule deer tag, so there was the potential, much to my chagrin, of Mm -hmm. taking out two mule deers, two goats. Yeah. uh, Which would have just been so much packing. It would have been a lot of work. That would have been... Anyway, that didn't work out. Probably for the best. Didn't work out. Yeah. Um, Saw a few two-pointers around... Nothing more than another, a two-pointer? So we saw those two two-pointers, and you saw the one yeah. two-point, or one was a three-point, actually. And then we saw another spiker the next day, that evening, or the yeah. next yeah. morning. But you guys needed a four-point for it we to were be a shooter. We were hunting four points for legal reasons. Yeah. Um, anyway. The, to, the to, country that we got into that, like four mule deer. goats. Yeah, we saw another goat, uh, Rusty, Rusty Kev. Kev. Yeah. yeah, And Rusty Kev came about, that's uh, Nick wanted to call it. Russell, I want to call it Kevin, so we went with Rusty Kev. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett wasn't there. Oh, actually, noteworthy, just if I want to hit the noteworthies here. Yeah. The buck that I did spot, I spotted with my <laughs> naked eye while I was taking with a your crap. naked butt. With my naked butt. <laughs> I was out. taking a crap and- That was so I could funny, see. Man. I could still see the hillside we were glassing and I, I could just see this buck moving through like a very small window. Uh, I was finished the majority of my business. Also, uh, at that point, you just like came running back to camp and like you weren't yelling. So it was like, 
But my my mentality of like that scenario is like bear. Where's the bear? So I came flying back. I hadn't buried my poop yet. Um, <laughs> Went so back for that later. I had to go back for that later. But I came flying in. I'm saying, Garrett, there's a buck. And Garrett, instead of like saying where, like, or I don't know, he grabbed his gun and started coming towards me. I'm like, no, no, it's not eating my poo or it's not over there. Yeah. It's it's on the mountain. Yeah. Um, but we uh, it was turned out to be just a little deer. I thought. So right below where we were glassing from, there's some benchy areas where yeah. you can look and you can see like some grass. Whatever. So I had thought you'd seen a buck like within you know, a hundred yards or like yeah. you had bumped one within quick shooting. Yeah. Distance. Like yeah. you had bumped one and you're like, grab your rifle, which makes sense. Go right back below that way. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was nice to see something out there though. Yeah, like nice I to agree. get a little bit of action. Cause like that whole evening previous, when we set up on that spot, we were just like, there was nothing. And then that next day we saw the goat, we saw rusty Kev. We saw yeah. the, yeah, the, the two bucks or the one two buck bucks. and the doe. Maybe. Yeah. Presumably could, a doe. We never got a real good look at the second one, but Chris, Saw ears and eyes and didn't see any horn yeah, bases. Any so, so we're pretty just, confident it was a doe because the buck was just a four inch spiker. Yeah. So, but it was just a beautiful area too, like just three sixty mountain views. I was having a heyday just doing photos and videos, yeah, time and lapses, time lapses, and like, man, I don't like. I wish I had another camera there so I could set up two time lapses at once. And it's just, yeah, it was just gorgeous. And I'm really excited looking at the footage coming out of that that area. So that was, I wouldn't say for not it was it was also nice well and i it was kind of that felt like the most relaxing uh point of the trip yeah. was and that's where you snored that's where it snored and it that was like we time. had a, a flat sleeping spot on so like two, the sandbar that we found on the two on the years previous there. to that i had been on the the one side of the ridge and i'd seen the goats we were coming to get towards those goats and i had briefly glassed that area and i saw one four by four buck like a decent yeah good size buck and that's sort so, of the premise that was the goal to go there to try and see you know if if there's 10 minutes of glass you find one buck it seems like it may have been just the one of very few deer in the area yeah, just judging right. we didn't yeah. see many and i just yeah got fluky and saw him but yeah because you know, we tore that thing apart with the glass oh yeah constantly yeah. and to only turn up two i mean there those is pretty tim- thick that timber, timber was that timber was littered with deer sign and the it was deer thick. just aren't the deer there just weren't doing what traditional alpine bucks would do. Also full moon, so it could be there awake and all that, night. Yeah, so dude, we don't the know. The moon we, was so bright at night. It it was like actually. Yeah, I insane. woke up in the middle of the night and I was I because the way the moon was shining, it was shining on the tent or the tarp above Nick. Yeah, I'm like why isn't Nick turning his headlamp off? And then I like looked a little closer, like oh, it's the moon. That was a bright night. Yeah, it was very. Bright. It really was. So it was then like we, very distinct shadows being cast from the moon. But so then was, we managed to peel Garrett away from that mountain. I'm like Garrett, that four by four was a fluke. It's not here anymore. And yeah. I was cool with that. And um, then the, and so we decide we're like okay, we're gonna have one last crack at mule deer. Let's go back to the first bunch of bucks we saw. Yeah. Because if there's bucks there. Those little bucks. If there's smaller bucks there, there's could be a bigger buck kicking around. We just like we didn't spend a lot of time glassing them, but at least we're seeing bucks. So um, back basically back to camp one, back to the goat shooting yeah. area. So we we're going straight back to the base and we hunted goats in. And we the the plan was to The plan was to get up high in glass. We didn't even have a camp in We were gonna camp on the ridge. We didn't have a camp in mind. Yeah, at that we were point. kind of like make that decision. We were make, gonna make that decision when we camp. I, I also thought camp on the ridge, but yeah, um, not a great move to camp on the ridge. No, because I think like, it could have been fine. There's a lot It'd of wind up there. Windy. Yeah, but we'd lose the top. We'd lose, God knows what. I don't know. 
Anyway, that's, that didn't come into fruition. Uh, Garrett and I are glassing pretty hardcore. Yeah, kind of working pretty, our way. We're uh, pretty laser focused on like glassing. And Nick's going to go up and scout this ridge camp. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, is there a nice flat spot maybe under the shelter of some bushes near, kind of near where uh, you looked back at me you and, and Garrett had shot. You looked back at me, gave me and said, this looks good. And I gave you the thumbs up. Yeah. Went back to glass and then next, and then you heard, you said something else. And I looked up to looked up at you and you were hunched over running down the hill trying to catch your <laughs> camera, camera which was, was tumbling in front of me bouncing down the mountain well can i say why it and was you said there's something in the bushes yeah i so i was like checking out this spot and then i turned towards the bushes just like pretty i don't know i i was like not very aware of my surroundings and then all, all of a sudden i heard this loud huff it was like whew, and it sounded like it was right in front of me like 15 yeah. yards in front of me in the bushes and i i was just like i jumped i, I jumped i sprung back i started to like to just like, yeah, get put some distance between me and where I thought that noise was coming from in the act of doing that, jumped up and my camera didn't have the neck strap around at me. It was in this pouch on the front, like on this like chest bag that I had yeah. popped out of there, started rolling down the hill. It's really fortunate where it landed actually it was kind of in this gravelly patch. So it was like kind of soft and didn't didn't break the lens. If you're going to land didn't, on rocks, there was, these were the softer rocks. This, these were soft rocks, landed, tumbled a little bit, didn't break like. I was so surprised it didn't break. And I don't think I was really concerned about it at that point. Cause I'm like, there's some living thing that's like really close to me. And then I was, so yeah, basically I was like, there's, there's something there. And I, you and were, you, you were, were right there too. Yeah. I was back a bit. You were too close to the bushes. You couldn't see above to where I could see. So I had the advantage. I could see you and beyond you. Yeah. That friggin' grizzly bear and its cub. Same uh, one. Same one are up on the goat kill. Yeah, the same top of the mountain, the top of the mountain. And I had just Stupid. like sort of relished in the thought of, oh, I'm back in the Alpine. I finally feel comfortable again. I can yeah, the let bear, my guard Yeah, the bear down. pressure feels off. The bear this. pressure is off and then now this thing's above us. Yeah, yeah, 300 yards, if that, above us. Yeah. And and it was weird too because like I thought just from like how I perceived the noise, I thought it was like right in front of me or something. Um, but I guess the bear had made that noise from like up on top of the mountain. And then I was looking at you and like, I heard something you, and then I heard you say bear. I hadn't seen it yet at that Mm -hmm. point. I thought, Oh, is he just like assuming that there's a bear because I said something. And and then I was like, do you see it? And then you pointed at it and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like when I saw it, I was just like right there and completely taken aback. That was probably, that was definitely the worst situation. I mean, it wasn't dangerous because we're all here. We've got, we're all healthy. Yeah. There were there. And but like, realistically there's three of us, like the, the numbers I think really helped. That was the worst one where like, we've come up we've this thing's going to think we've snuck up on it. Yeah. Um, it's got the high ground advantage. It's got meat, it's and got it's food. got meat. So now it's thinking we're like sneaking up on something that it wants to keep. And, yeah. Um, and like, it just feels so bad that it saw me before I saw it as well. Uh, like obviously and it was it comes back to what garrett was saying of like having holding that mentality of like just constantly kind of like checking your surroundings whatever like when you're in even where we were we were both so focused on the basin yeah you guys were just glassing up the basin but we where we were we were in full visibility of that bear so neither of us looked at it either so we're all in the same boat as you Nick. where none of us looked we all should have been thinking oh there's a goat yeah our our top our top two thoughts were where are the deer? Where are we going to camp? Yeah. Not, 
why is there a bear on top of the yeah, mountain? Or, or there was it wasn't then even at that this point, thing. But. Like we should have at least been like, let's check the gut pile if there's a bear there. Like even right. if we're like check it's not likely, pile. we should at least have had it in our minds to be like, let's check it. Yeah, yeah. Right? out of like, curiosity, we you know. And we, you know, we have enough experience to know that we should have done this. This gut pile has been there for three days at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So that was crazy. And then you guys just came up and we were all together and we were making a lot of noise. And yeah, so we just huddled, like we didn't huddle up, but we made sure that the bear could see our numbers. Yeah. One of them know that there was three of us. Um, but it stood, it looked at us for a while and it was kind of a little bit, well, are you coming down? Are you yeah, going? and at that point I was like, what do we do? I like ease back down, but I didn't want to get out of sight line with we it. We did back up a little bit. Yeah, we backed up a little bit um, and we made sure that someone was like staring at the bear the whole time. But then she... They took off. They yeah. went around the basin, and she grabbed the carcass too. Yeah, and she brought grabbed it with the her, spine and dragged it, which was crazy to yeah. see. So cool! It yeah. was really. It actually was really cool. Once they got out of sight, and like the the threat seemed to die down. Yeah. Um. We set up the phone scope and just filmed that bear. Yeah. So we were. Spine. It was kind of like across the basin from yeah. us. She and... basically she was straight up the ridge line from us, and then she ran. If we're looking up to the bear, she ran to a right across the basin. And yeah. then eventually there was a creek between us and the bear. So she, she was across was like, from us and said, Yeah, she was us. maybe 400 yards above us before. And now she's probably 500, 600 yards across from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, so, man, that was so cool. Like it was, I was still pretty on edge the whole time we could see the bear, but being able to like watch it without like immediate, immediate threat mm-hmm. and just to, like get that footage through the phone scope, like see it like really up close and be able to just watch it for a while was really cool yeah and it was I like agree. such a cool animal once she was once she was looking down it was a little bit like what is she gonna do but once as soon as she started running to the right i was like okay she's leaving which is good yeah you know she's not gonna always she's got meat with her too she's not gonna all of a sudden turn around and charge us yeah and presumably plus now we're all together we're all you know we could easily grab our rifles or bear spray and we yeah. could so. so were you guys like me after that sort of like going to bed that night thinking like I feel like I've had enough of this uh Oh yeah dude I this was valley, like, this mountain. <laughs> I just even climbing up that mountain to go mule to hunting, I'm like, I've had enough. Yeah. I'm like, I am tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna go home. Yeah. I've yeah. the the adventure And I had like I had stresses at home that I wanted to get home to like my Not to mention a friggin' boat tire. We had deal. the boat tire, which or was like definitely trailer tire. That was no, weighing on me. My car was involved in a hit and run the day hey, before we oh, left. That's so brutal. Um, they find those people yet? No, I've got to pay a five hundred dollar deductible because some prick hit me. <sighs> that's so brutal. Yeah. Man. Which is a real piss off. Yeah. Um, I knew that like the wife was, you know, she needed she she would definitely appreciate some extra help with the kids. So I was just the whole thing was like the hunt was exhausting me we had and... been successful with the two goats too. yeah yeah that's a great it wasn't like we were success. walking out of there with a the tail between our legs it's like we had came there priority number one was to get goats and then we were going to look for deer because there's definitely is deer around there and the yeah. fact that nobody hunts there there's definitely big buck around there yeah. so you know there definitely are there somewhere but per, like from what we could tell it seemed like they were in the thick timber yeah. So it wasn't going to, you know, if we had no meat in there, you know, if we'd no meat in the creek waiting for us, like I was jonesing pretty hard to get a big buck. Like that's a big yeah, goal of mine yeah. for this year is to get, or not, not necessarily like huge, but like a decent, good representative buck. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we both got goats. We're coming out of here with a whopping success. It's not like we're leaving here, you know, with the cup half empty. We're leaving with yeah. the cup full. Yeah, like, yeah. Not to mention I mean? that there's a the pretty Grizzly good deal cleared of it out. We saw deal. Black Bear across the basin too, which, you know, was that same night. So it's just, you know, I feel like, you know, you know, I'm like, you know, I don't feel like we're leaving here with, you know, we had to deal with the boat tire, like you said. I kind of wanted to be home by the Saturday night. That was my goal because that, that was the original plan. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm like, if we leave tomorrow morning, this works out perfect. We'll be home on Saturday, you know. So, you know, I feel like we were all in the same boat where we were, you know, we felt like we had a great success. We got lots of good footage and we had a good time and we we're just, you know, it was, it was, time, it yeah, was time to go home too. Yeah. The meet, we didn't want to leave the meat in the creek. We'd sort of said two to three days and we were ready at the two day mark so the next morning was two yeah. days plus mm-hmm. so this is a yeah. pretty natural conclusion to yeah the trip like a natural place to and it was a bit of a highlight too to see the bear you know running away like obviously a little bit scary at first not knowing what she's gonna do but once she ran away it was a, definitely a highlight like seeing her eat the meat and swat at her cub and you could just yeah. watch like we watched her for half an hour while yeah. we had dinner that we was that's yeah. pretty Sat special there eating man. dinner watching her and then yeah, I thought that was I thought that was, was a really cool evening. Yeah. So the the next morning I took a quick look and then we I got up a little earlier. I took a quick look at the basin. Then I packed my stuff, took another quick look. We didn't see anything and then we no. basically Yeah. Then then we were like homebound basically yeah. from there on. It out. was a charge. Down then, uh, back down the mound, back to camp to pack up the meat. Get our st- get the hide and we had stashed food and a bunch of yeah. other gear in a tree. You had Just to get, get all that down. Dealt with. Reload the party. Um, do a bit of a you and I did a bit of meat shuffling to try and get our backpacks yeah. weighing pretty yeah. similar. And Nick you, Nick ends up coming out with the heaviest pack. Nick came out. <laughs> the guy does not even hide. Which I five or six pounds heavier than me. I don't feel too bad about that. It felt bad in the moment, obviously, but yeah, <laughs> I was getting dude. I got cranky by the end of that hike. Yeah, you were kind of miserable to be around. Oh, was fun. No, I thought it was hilarious. So Chris was in. Yeah, front. but he was yelling at me, not no, you. No, no, Chris was in front, and then Nick was maybe 50, 60 yards behind him. This is near the end when you're getting close to the lake, and then I was, you know, five yards behind Nick, and Chris would go somewhere. Nick would go, then i'd be like hey chris maybe wait up a minute here you know like and then you were, you were I, was mad at like, I, I got into a headspace where i was convinced that every direction you went was like the wrong direction even though you had funny. the map and everything and it totally was the right direction and you found like a really good path through the well see the pro- i was on there was a bit of a trail winding through there i was on the trail you did yeah. a good job and then the you trail. were all salty you like why are we on the trail the trail going the wrong way i'm like the trail's going to get us to the water. Yeah. So I so I just, so I got off the trail and then I got in trouble for being off the trail. I'm like, oh, this is fucking horrible. And I was like, well, you didn't want to be on the trail. And then I've got, I've picked up the trail again and I'm on that. And I think you made some comments. I'm like, well, now I'm on the trail. Like, I can't please you. Just keep up. <laughs> I thought it was funny because Nick, Nick, afterwards, you're like, oh, I'm sorry for being yeah. so cranky. I wasn't worried about it. I felt pretty I was like, dude, if that's pack, you yeah. cranky, you know, wow. Like, you're doing pretty good. We're missing so, one thing. I, I, What's that? On the hike out, Nick picked up his moose handler. Oh, and yeah. then we took another 10 paces. So Garrett, Garrett found picked the up other the side, other side. The way bigger other side. Yeah, Mine so was like the, Nick's moose antler had the main paddle broken off. So he just yeah. had like the, the tripod part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool, man. I was surprised that you added that because I was but, like, I, there was no way I would put that on my pack because I feel awful right now. But that was crazy because we all walked past it. It was right 
off the trail. So we all walked within a foot or two of it on the way up. Right. On the way down, you both walked past it, and I just saw it because it was kind of covered in a brush and stuff. Yeah. And I saw it. I was like, man, this is sweet. My kids are going to love this. Yeah, it's it is cool, a cool man. shed. And it's yeah. cool to have a set. I wish the other one wasn't busted off, but it was busted off before he shed. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so we made it out. Got across the really boat. satisfying swim at the beach. Oh, I had a big oh, bath. Why nice. now? So you, why'd you set up your camera to film bath time? Well, I thought we were just swimming. I, it's it's a nice like post credit scene, you know, as, assuming everyone uh, doesn't get naked. Yeah, because I saw the camera camera. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not showering naked. And then yeah, it was fine. You kept your underwear on. I don't know. It's just kind of like a you were filming the whole triumphant thing? moment, not the whole thing, oh, okay. just at the beginning, just oh, when okay. we were like getting into the water. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway, cool. that was money just it's to like get cleaned up, yeah. bit of um, bit of soap. Oh yeah, and some... feel like a like a person again. Yeah, and yeah. then oh totally. I was so. Did you guys? I had straight clothes on that side of the lake. I had a dry bag full of clothes. Did you guys have? I had I clothes had, in the truck. I had socks and underwear in that. Okay, so I put on all new clothes, and yeah. I felt like a million bucks. That's a good move. I had Pringles. <laughs> yeah, I know you had Pringles. <laughs> hey, he, like, why did you share? I, I think I offered. No, at some you didn't. Point. Yeah, no. I did. No, I was like, you didn't. No, I totally offered, and you were like, "No, nah, not right now." And then I never offered again. I could. I, I had more opportunity to offer, and I didn't. But I at right. least offered once. Well, you, I you at least one of you in the truck. Yeah, I could smell them, and I could hear you trying to eat them. Silently. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yes. I was just eating them. No, you were just it like wasn't back malicious. there. I, know, I just I didn't offer again. Nick, you were like, "Oh, Chris." This guy sucks at finding a trail. Yeah, yeah I'm not eating Slow, this. silent yeah. crunch. These, these are, Pringles are for closers, um, for trail finders. So to close out the boat tire scenario. Yeah, I guess that's the real last point of this That's trip, the right? last point. That's the, so we get back and the tire fairy hasn't come by and fixed it, which is <laughs> there was a, unfortunate. So when I parked, when I parked, when I, we dumped the boat on the trail on the way in and I parked the boat and there was a guy with a boat trailer there with a spare tire on it and I parked directly across from him with the broken tire staring at his site being like fingers crossed he'll put his tire on and then i went to their campsite to see if they were there but they were obviously boating so i couldn't you know talk to him be like hey you just left him a note offering like money or something yeah anyway we threw that we loaded the boat we loaded everything to the truck we loaded the boat onto the truck yeah um and then dragged the trailer yeah just tried to get the trailer as far as we could probably for an hour uh, yeah, probably a good hour. We dragged the trailer as far as we could, and then we got out and did a check, and we had basically ground the rim down to the like, hub, the hub of the wheel. Yeah, almost nothing. any more, and any we more, probably would have been damaging the trailer. Yeah, yeah. which is not. And then an so option. ditched that there, the went ditched the trailer there, went into civilization, racing to try and get there before the tire shop closes. Yeah, we miss it by an hour. Even like, less. 30 minutes. 20. No, we, we were away out. Uh, maybe. We were yeah. way out. Not anyway, really catch not. a hotel. Catch a hotel. And then the plan is to go to the tire shop in the, the tent. The plan at this point is to go to the tire shop in the morning, buy tires, go out and do a, a, and repair it in the bush. And then I think about the exact same moment, we all have the same epiphany. Yeah. Let's, let's go get the trailer before the tire shop opens. And Which we'll get- was, yeah, we didn't. It's funny because know if we could fit it in the back of the truck, we were like pretty confident. I me guess. and yeah. Nick were talking. We we're like, let's go early and get the trailer. Yeah, and then you and popped then out of the shower with the same that. epiphany. It's like, guys, I have the plan. And we're like, okay, yeah, we just said the same thing. So yeah, let's go do that. Let's do it. So yeah. like, wake up at four in the morning or something the next day. But we had to hide the boat somewhere. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had to hide the boat. That was the problem. So your guys' plan <laughs> oh, was totally to leave the that. boat and all of our gear and one man right. at the tire shop. But I had the idea, let's see if the hotel will let us leave the boat here. We've yeah. got 11 o'clock checkout. We'll leave all our stuff in the room. Yeah. We can just leave drive the out there. In the parking lot. This is my thought. And so we hit up the hotel. We said, can we leave the boat in the parking lot? They said, do whatever you want. So when we're doing this at 4 a.m., she came out and said, guys, that boat will get stolen. If you guys can lift it, so can thieves. So the because of COVID, they don't have a dining room in the hotel right now. Yeah. They let us take the aluminum boat so covered funny. in mud through, it, through, through the, the lobby door. through the front door through the lobby and we rested the boat which was hilarious room. at the time and it was way more hilarious when we were taking out at our checkout time when there were just like people around and we we're just hauling yeah. this freaking yeah. aluminum boat we're the checking front out door of room of 106 and we're just going to get our boat from the dining room thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, weird funny. and funny uh yeah so got the trailer back got the new tires on it Got the boat loaded up. And Which that wasn't easy either. They were the wrong size. So we ended up having to Had sma- to bust the wheel. Had to smash the fenders off the trailer. So and one just- fender was broken already. So we just, we that tire fit on and then the other, the other tires, one match. We just smashed the other fender off. Which honestly, when you buy fenders, you buy a set of two anyways. They're just yeah, cheap sense. plastic fenders, probably 30, 40 bucks. So yeah, makes sense. Not a big deal. And then the tires are a bit bigger. So I had to take the brackets that um, held the fenders. I just took a a bar and I just bent those brackets up a little bit so they wouldn't rub on the tire and we're good as gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. full hillbilly so, Olympics. And then we were yeah. we were home free. Home free. That was it. That basically. was the end of the troubles, basically. Yeah. Man. It's what a, what a an lot. experience. It's, it's just a lot to oh, that's talk sad. about. It's over. I want to talk about just really quick, I know we're getting late here. Yeah. Um meat in the river. I am totally okay with that now. Yeah. Um, like a good like, move. So deboned meat, anybody that's deboned meat in the field and then brings it home, you end up getting a bit of a crust. You know, it dries out, you get a bit of a crust on the meat anyway, which I trim off. I don't know what you guys do. I trim it off. So it was no different. This stuff was in the water and the exposed meat, like the exposed muscles, like where you would actually cut a muscle, those bits didn't fare too well in the water. They got a little bit... Mine got mine turned like brown a little bit. So I had to trim yeah. those off. Yeah. Um, but the like the the closed muscles, the outside of the muscles, were fine. They took yeah. it fine. Um, hmm. I actually think I had less wastage being in the water than I would have if they were hanging in a cool, dry environment. Yeah, I had very little wastage. Maybe a little more hamburger. And I had to, the one annoying thing, that river was very dirty, like silt and gravel. Yeah, I think that was the main I, As soon as I got my meat home, right? I washed it. Yeah, I washed the, like, I scrub that stuff and i a lot of it too is and it seemed especially where there is like that um you know between the meat and the like between the silver skin since there's a little layer of like fat sort of skin between muscles so i would sort of like pick that with just with my fingers and just pull that all off which a lot of the gravel is stuck in there because it's kind of fatty and jelly from sitting in the water and then i just pulled that off and then it was clean and then a lot of the 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 one roast that i'm not like the front shoulder roast i feel like cuz it's all different muscle groups there may be a little bit of sand in there i put one of the roasts in the crock pot and it was there was one i did get a little bit of sand bit in my mouth one yeah. time which is not ideal but then all the other all the other cuts i did a really good job like i took the back steps and i cut basically so there was my back the back of the goat wasn't huge but so there's like a one and a half inch strip and i had cut like everything around so it was like a square mm-hmm. and it'd be perfect and i had actually cubed that that was some of the meat that i was going oh, nice. to you, nick so i am um, and i don't know what you did with your goat because i wasn't there but i leave my, when i 
when I take meat off an animal, I leave it dirty. No, no, no I mean like dirty, like covered in leaves. I mean like, like dirt fat. Over I leave like some fat and I leave some stuff that I'm definitely not going to eat because if, you know, like the outer layers start to age, I'd rather like fat age. It'd be stuff that you're going to get rid of anyway. Yeah. If I'm going to get rid of, like if I'm going to be trimming when I get home, I'd rather trim off stuff that I wasn't going to eat anyway. So yeah. I leave it. Li- and I think that definitely saved me on this one. Depends how far I'm packing. I was a little worried. I was a little worried just going out when I was... So I did lighten some of the fat off there, but my goat wasn't super fatty. Mine so. so much fat. Yeah, your, mm. goat was a, your goat was big. Yeah. So conclusion, meat in the river, in good hi- call. In hindsight... Do you think otherwise? Tell us in a review or something like that. In know. hindsight, yeah. I would have... I think it would have been worth it to pack, you know, 30 minutes to that cleaner creek. Down the hill. Oh, damn. I was going to say up. Not a chance. Down the hill yeah. would... Yeah, that would have been I don't fine. know if that creek would have been big enough, but... I think so. It, I, I, the dirty river oh, part was a creek. bummer, but oh, honestly... Grizzly, but the bear would a, have got it, for If there was sure. a clean river, 100% dump it in there. If it's not October, November, and it, yeah. or if it's warm, just put it in the river. You can... I would have been confident leaving there for six days. Yeah, and this... We weren't in garbage it bags. We, we didn't have We didn't too. have garbage bags. This was game bags tied tight straight in the river. Yeah. So the meat yeah. got wet. Yeah. And it was submerged. So some of the bags we'd we had put the rocks on the front of the bag just to hold it down. Yeah. Try to keep it where there's water flow but not real fast so it doesn't spin around a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. And it worked really good for I'm us. I'm really curious to hear if we get like different opinions. Oh from, yeah, no, this is someone. like so I I'm like I'm hoping like, next time we come back and we got some pushback or some like affirmation or something. I text um Uli. My, my buddy at Sumas Meats, I text him from the mountain. I said, hey, buddy, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And he goes, as long as you've got a way to protect it from the sand and the silt. And I'm right. like, all right, game bag. Um, yeah. But I, like, I'm not even worried about it. It's no, nope, the meat's yeah. good. The, the meat meat's was good. very good. We've yeah. eaten two meals off of it yeah, already. Yeah, me too. Meat, yeah. Meat's golden. Awesome. Yeah. I only got half a heart out of the deal. <laughs> so I was pissed about it. I packed a heart out. I didn't even notice that like one side of it was damaged. Bullet hole. Bullet graze. Huh. Like it grazed the heart. That's pretty cool. That's what you're texting about? Your yeah. text confused me. So yeah. I didn't respond there. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah, there was a like it in and out, like just right on the flesh wound for the heart, basically. But um yeah, a lot of bruising it damaged it up pretty huh. good. So wow. Bummer. Yeah. Oh good. Anyway, that's the goat hunt. Um basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, debrief, unwound. Everybody uh, really enjoyed. Well, nobody gave me any negative reviews, but apparently people really did enjoy the the Instagram story series we did. Sweet, Uh, a lot of people say that to me too, especially my day two of in the cliffs. I had a bunch of people on that one. I think it was nice too because that day we had because I was solo for probably eight to ten hours, probably Mm -hmm. more than that, probably at least twelve hours. And we had a, that was cool because you had a very different perspective than I Yeah, the story is definitely split there. And I was, one thing I forgot to mention too is like you had the little GoPro or like Osmo action. Yeah. Like just basically POV head mount camera that I gave you. And it was like, I've been really enjoying looking back through that footage is like, it's sweet to see that. Yeah. And can't wait. Great from being able to like storytelling perspective to have that that side of the story actually be covered because otherwise I'd be screwed and be mm-hmm. like, it'd be like a interview line. Then Garrett went down the bowl and got his goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. That's, that's great. But All right. Let's shut it down. Let's get in like.
Yeah. Um, any housekeeping on the podcast front? I know on the hunt we talked about doing uh, awards. Oh, uh, no, I can't do that. It's too can't late. Can't do that. that. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. Um, swag. Yeah, decals. Keep cleaning up the backcountry. Keep cleaning up the backcountry. I got a bunch of good guests lined up. We got some really cool stuff coming down the pipe. Sweet. Um, yeah, man. Just keep enjoying the podcast, people. Keep hunting. Keep hunting. Shoot yeah. straight. Bucks or billies or bears or. Radio.